So, growing up, you remember Elmer's glue, right? Yeah. You ever put Elmer's glue in your hand as a kid and like peel it off? off? Yeah. I love doing that. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, we're we're amongst the normal ones. <laughs> so my foster sister, when I was in Flint, one of her boyfriends, remember we're sitting out on the front step, uh, at the house next door. My foster mom owned both houses. We're sitting on the front step, and. He puts the glue on his hand. I'd have been like maybe 10, 9 at best. And I think he was probably like 16. He puts the glue on his hand, smears on like he's about to start playing it off. And then he starts to lick the glue off his hand. (laughs) So I've been thinking about that shit all week. I've been really fucking stressed out thinking about that all week. Being my complexion, sucks getting sunburned but one thing that is fun <laughs> is when it starts to peel i don't know why it's like you can't stop fidgeting and like you get a nice big one you're like yeah oh, that's it's satisfying for some reason so i don't have that issue but i've had um matters where i've had to like skin the skin on my hand i've had to peel and do there's just something about that you know? yeah i don't know what it is the glue thing i remember in elementary school i mean i wouldn't do anything too crazy but i mean i when you I'd pour it on my hand and you let it dry. It was fun to pick off. Um, I know a story, the comedian Bobby Lee, you know, he has a weird habit of he puts layers on his thumb, lets it dry, puts another layer, and then he slowly peels it off and it's like a reverse thumb (laughs) and then he just holds it. I mean, keeps it. Weird habit. Yeah. But. I mean, I understand it. Like when he's talking about it, usually the other comedians or whoever's on his show is like, oh, what the hell? You're freaking psycho. I'm like, I don't know. There's something about relaxing or peeling the glue off. <laughs> no, it is. I think I'm probably going to start doing it again. <laughs> I don't know. Try the Bobby Lee. Get a thumb going there, down here. Uh, I'm going to have to introduce Sophie to it. There's some things from my childhood that Sophie needs to be introduced to. Like Sarah and I were talking about how Sophie at five is smarter than I was at five in some areas. But then in other areas, I was much smarter than Sophie. Like, at five, I was roaming the streets and understood the lay of the land and I understood, you know, danger. I couldn't imagine that kid going up the street, like, on the same sidewalk here. Yeah, I remember going, where I grew up, being able to walk to the, we had a recreation center. You had to go through a path across a creek. And I did that. Obviously, pretty young. Um, yeah, can't imagine kids today. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. that they know how to get to the next street over. No. Well, so I know Sophie is really good with directions. Like, when we're in the car, she knows where things are. She remembers landmarks. Uh, and even when we're walking the neighborhood, she knows the turns and everything. But it's just this weird thing in my mind. And I was telling Sarah, I was like, I could never understand her life. She could never understand mine. And the thing is, I don't want her to ever really understand my life. But there's something she needs to understand. Like struggle meals. Like when you're having hot dogs. And you don't have hot dog rolls. What do you use? Well, I might still do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in a very, what do you call it, rebellious. I do not like that hot dogs and hot dog rolls don't come in even packs. Oh, then you're buying the wrong pack, son. My packs come even now. Well... To make up for that, I refuse to buy hot dog buns. I'll use a slice of bread. <laughs> All right, you're just being a dick. Yeah, Brett looks at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? But I'm like, I mean, it's just a carrier. <laughs> True. So let me ask you this. 
when when you fold the hot dog into the bread, how do you do it? Do you do it straight up and down or do it yeah, diagonal? Yeah, I've done it diagonal, but I think straight up and down is better because the diagonal one, you have it all in the middle. Yeah, well, yeah I feel like the straight up and down, there's like a better distribution. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not bad to use. No, no. As long as you got not. some mustard or ketchup on there. I just feel like Sophie it's needs... It's not as good. Sophie needs to be introduced to that and then hamburgers <laughs> on, on just regular white bread. Just because kids today yeah, do don't that too. get it. <laughs> I mean... Because the, the so, white bread can be used for everything, is my logic. Well, you're right. So that means when you come over to our house for a cookout and you oh, have I'm, a, hot, you have a hamburger and hot dogs on actual rolls, you're like, oh, my God, these yeah. motherfuckers like, are like yeah. the Jeffersons. They moving on up. What are they doing over here? <laughs> it's like I went to Bel Air. <laughs> it, it is true. I am eating my turkey burgers at home on slices of bread. So I get those um, Arnold's Thins and I just eat them on, you know, just like. They're like basically like fucking bread, like cut in like half, kind of. Yeah, I use this. Um, it's a low carb type bread. Um, it's like high in fiber. Hmm. Um, it's not the best, but it's not terrible. Fiber um, makes you but, poop, right? Yeah, oh, you're gonna do some massive ones. All right, I need to go get some fiber. I think <laughs> I poop okay, but it's a lot. No, never mind. No, I mean it's a lot of. Uh, wait, yeah, I guess that slipped. I didn't mean to admit that, but yeah. Oh, it's a lot of poop. Well, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. People poop. With those bread. It happens. I've come to find you could make a grilled cheese really fast in the air fryer. Really? Um, I actually will even not use butter. You, could, I found when using butter, my bread tends to break up. Again, I'm probably using that weird yeah, low-carb bread. Air fryer or? Yeah. Oh, that make, that so might I actually like it without the butter. butter. It tastes fine. Like It's a more toasty grilled cheese, but I like it. So, and it's simple. It takes a little, I mean, it takes like eight minutes, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But there's no work. <laughs> Throw it in. I uh, Come back a little later. Over the weekend, I had Marilyn Phil come over. We recorded an Off the Mats episode. Every so often, when they have the Disney Plus shows, uh, the Marvel Disney Plus shows, we get together at the end. We do a review show. So we did a review of the series What If, which was really fun. It was a good conversation. We did two and a half hours. And, dude, half a box of wine, I got loose. <laughs> like, I was saying shit that should not have been said, and I'm not taking none of it back. Sounds like a moonshine episode. <laughs> it was close. So I was like, because Sarah's sitting over there on the couch. Just yeah, you probably, shit. since you're drinking wine, you probably got there, but it was like, the moonshine was me, was zero to 100. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. I, no, it was, it was a slow uh, ascent. But I, I mentioned that because um, right after, so Marilyn Phil kept saying, because um, we have this joke about Waffle House, and he's like, dude, like, after this, we, sh- we should go to the Waffle House. I was like, I'm not trying to get in a fight tonight. <laughs> you don't go to Waffle House for anything. He was like, no, we're going there to eat. I was like, you don't go to Waffle House to eat? Like, that's for fights, son. Like, right in the parking lot. I was like, no, you ain't got to fight in the parking lot. They fight at the grill. I was like, damn. It was like that. But he was like, yeah, we got to go out and, you know, grab a bite. So we finished up probably about, I want to say, a little after midnight. And I was like, well, there's a double T around the corner. I keep forgetting we're in COVID times. So we go hop in the car, roll around the corner over to double T. It's a ghost town. Like, oh shit, I don't know if they're open. So what well, the sign says 24 7. I was like, yeah, that's a fucking sign that's been etched there for years. This is a COVID era, son. They could be closed whenever. So we get closer. It says, oh, close at 2 o'clock. Hmm, okay. 
it's at this point like one fifteen. So we roll in. The door's unlocked. I was like, holy shit, we can get, okay, let's go. And the, the host is like, hey, welcome. Like, super upbeat at fucking one one fifteen in the morning. And, you know, for having no one in the fucking restaurant. Like, I would like, ugh. Yeah, what's up, man? Y'all need a table? Yeah, go sit over there. <laughs> Grab a menu. Uh, you know, so they seat us. And I ordered a grilled cheese. So I ordered wings and I ordered a grilled cheese as well because I was like well I'm not just gonna eat wings with wings those wings were good as shit son like they were so good I was like I should get some more but they were about to close and I want to be that guy number one but number two they weren't cheap so the grilled cheese was real fucking good and I, I realized how much I miss grilled cheese yeah that I haven't had one in forever and now I've been on this damn air fryer grilled cheese kit we this earlier this week I asked Sarah to make grilled cheese for dinner, but she made uh, chick fajitas, which <laughs> they they weren't really that good. Cause she I don't know what I don't know what the fuck she did, but I was like I'm not <laughs> feeling this. Like, they, like no, there's a lot of times there's just a lot of meals she'll make. I'm just like I'm not into it because she'll do something different. I'm like mm, I don't like that. What the fuck are you doing? When I was a kid, I called grilled cheese grilled cheese. I thought that's what everyone was saying. Grilled cheese, grilled cheese. Hey, girl, cheese sound. Not girl, girled, girled cheese. Okay, <laughs> so we're gonna just go ahead and move right along. Um, but yeah, so that's all I really want to share about the grilled cheese. Remember champions? Thing. Yeah, we used, me and you would kill the. They used to have a grilled cheese and fries. I believe it was something like four ninety five. It, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. So we often got I mean, two. It was also two thousand one. So. <laughs> But even back then, it was cheap. Like when people, we told people the price. Like what? So I'm pretty sure my grilled cheese and potato chips was eight, uh, seven fifty. So not hateful, but I could have made that shit at home. <laughs> I didn't eat the chips. So, and, and, and in case anyone's wondering, Maryland Phil got a big ass fucking plate of pancakes with all types of sugar on it. I don't even know what the fuck was on it. I looked at that. I was like, "There's no way he's gonna eat that." No, he killed it. Oh, and he got the. Uh, uh, Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Killed those two. I'm right. just like, damn, Maryland Phil. Phil can crush some food, no, clearly. No, yeah, no. Phil, well, he's the one, I don't know, he's been over here a few times for fights and stuff. He'll come over with, like, boxes of donuts and all types of treats. And I was like, Phil, like, if Sophie knows Phil is coming over, she's looking forward to the next day because she knows there's donuts that are going to be left over. He didn't bring donuts this time. And I said, dude, my daughter's going to be disappointed. She's going to fucking cry in the morning. Like, hey, fucking donuts. you forget something? <laughs> what do you mean? Go get the donuts. It's like, yeah, you your hands look a little empty. What them donuts, son? We're expecting donuts. You can't switch this up. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, I I, I save room. <laughs> um, You're only invited because you bring donuts. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to record with you. I just wanted the donuts. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into this beer. Yeah, because this beer was good, and I was trying real hard to save the last drop. <laughs> I just crushed mine just now. All right, so this one's called Cart Path Golf no, you by to, Oliver Brewing you Company. You had to get it, make sure you said it right. I know you did. Yeah, because it's just a weird name, Cart Path Golf. And actually, when I like, sometimes I'll look up the stuff Ooh. to get some information. It wasn't on my normal site. But this is out of, we've had Oliver Brewing Company before. That's out of Baltimore. And it's a double dry hopped IPA with citrus, Motika, and 
Hwell Melon. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I know you're not. H W E L L. Hwell. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what? Uh, that, Let's just say melon. I blacked out. Melon. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was pretty proud the way I said Motika, but that might not say. Did that you either. listen to that song by the Beach Boys, Kokomo? I think they say Motika. Yeah, Matiko Bay. Oh, I thought they said Motika. Aruba, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. mama. Key, Key Largo, Montego, Montego. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. So Montego is a fruit, maybe. It is just about ten minutes into the show. You already know what time it is for us. There we go. Remember, I suggested one day we do karaoke. <laughs> there we go. That's that's the best you're getting. All right. So seven point eight percent. I would say. It's not called a hazy IPA, but it's definitely hazy. Um, it was pretty cloudy yeah, looking, pretty like a juice. Um, it was good. But, good. yeah, what would you rate this? Well, hey, what's my percentage? Seven, eight. So, yeah. a decent percentage, too. And I liked it. It tastes real good. I liked it a lot, too. I'm going to go into the eights with this one. Let me give it, let me give eight, too. I liked it. I was thinking the exact same thing. But, yeah, I'm, I might, dude, I might get... So, I think this... I might get a six-pack of that. Would put it probably... Close to number one beer overall. I think it's going to be number two, maybe. Mm-hmm. It might be number one, though. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of, we had mm-hmm. one that we both rated high, but I was much higher. This one's, I mean, a double 8.2. Mm-hmm. It would get a bonus if we had a bonus. Mm-hmm. But there you go. We're recommending Cart Path Golf. Pretty delicious. So, yeah, and Oliver's in Baltimore. If we go there, I hope they have it on draft because that would that'd be, be a fun mm, beer. Eight seven, <laughs> another one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd show up with one of my fucking mugs. <laughs> Give me more. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was real good. So uh, let's go ahead and jump to the NFL uh, week ten. I thought it was week nine, but I really I've been counting. When when they add the extra game, it fucked everything up for me because they were talking about the halfway point. I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, now there is no pure halfway point. Yeah, dummies. So, last week was the week of the upsets. This week had a few, for sure. Um, Just going down the line, I think the biggest upset, my team beat Tampa Bay. Oh, I was loving um, that. 29-19. So, I watched this game. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay just didn't look like they came to play at all. Um, They probably underestimated. I I think Brady... Two struggles without Gronk and Antonio Brown. Those are his two best targets. He yeah. definitely he threw some picks. He didn't look great. Um, he didn't target Mike Mike Evans. It was funny. I was watching the game. I was like, why does he throw to Mike Evans? The next play, they threw to Mike Evans. They got a touchdown. But it's like, God damn it, you jinxed it. I was like, I'm just saying. Why don't they throw to Mike Evans? <laughs> I mean. But, yeah, the Washington looked good on offense and defense. Um, but also Tampa Bay just didn't look to me like Tampa Bay. They kept throwing passes to friggin' uh, Fournette. It's not his uh, strength. <laughs> I think they're trying to force it. I'm like, bitch, you gonna do this? So I mean, Washington's not completely out of it. Um, they're not considered in you know any type of playoff standings. That puts them at three and six. But it was funny as a few weeks ago they were talking about there's a big top and a bottom to the NFL right now. But lately, all of a sudden, these top teams are losing, and now it's starting to even up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, like at this point in the season, we'll, we'll say kind of the above halfway point, if you had to pick the NFC representative and AFC representative, 
who would you pick? Yeah, we're halfway. I mean, that's <clears throat> tough. Well, it, it, that's why I asked it because it, it's hard right now because everything's starting to fucking shift. Yeah, it's shifting a lot. Um, man, some some. I mean, I mean, some people lost some key players. I think that it, NFC. I believe you got to go Rams now. I think so. Um, so they got Von Miller. He hasn't played yet. And coincidentally, they somehow got OBJ before their second best receiver tears his ACL. Mm-hmm. A little suspect. Yeah, shenanigans. I mean, hmm. either OBJ was involved or hey, they knew it was going to happen. Like I so told you, Tanya Harder just had a birthday the other day. So they might have been hanging Very, out, that, partying. It really is a really strange coincidence. <laughs> so what's funny is in my league, I, I drafted him, and then I dropped him. Someone picked him up and dropped him, and I was looking at him. I was like, yo, he's going to get picked up somewhere. But then I was like, but the thing is, he's going to get picked up somewhere and probably won't be a big factor because he's going to be behind people. And he gets picked up. No one still grabbed him. I was like, I'm not going to grab him either. He's going to be number three on the depth chart. And then the injury. And I was like, and then of course, I go and look, he's gone. Yeah, so. I mean, he's going to have to step up and – they're worried about like him taking targets from people, messing up the chemistry. How convenient! Now he's not going to take any. He's just going to take Robert Woods's target. And... So someone, there's a meme that said Odell was mad at Robert Woods because he had a number two on his chest. If you get where that's going, <laughs> and I don't. Know, I just felt like that was next level fucked up. But I thought it was also funny as shit. So. I think that puts a little pressure on OBJ now, though, because now he likely will be the number two, maybe not the first game. but Yeah, um, but if he, you know, plays well and steps up, he, he's going to be moving in that direction anyway. That's probably their hopes. Yeah, so real quick, I mean, is that who you would have in the NFC? Because mm-hmm. I think the AFC is a little tricky, and my answer might be a little surprising, but. I would say the Rams for the NFC, and I don't know. Yeah, who you got for the AFC? AFC, after looking at today's... Some good teams lost this week. Looking at today's game, the game of the week. Yeah, that... Oh, New so you might, you might agree with me then. At the, New I'm England's going New England. clicking at the right time. I'm going New England. Yeah. Their defense is legit. Mm-hmm. Their running back's legit. I like their quarterback. Yeah, um, I mean, he's making... They don't have mistakes. receivers, but... And that's the thing with him. He's probably going to win rookie of the year. Yeah. He's not as flashy as... Uh, Joe Burrow was last year, and um, Joe wasn't too and, flashy because uh, he was fucking injured. Herbert, but you know Mac Jones this last game he was nineteen for twenty three, three touchdowns versus Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland's got a good defense. Exactly, um, and and they they weren't fucking with them. And so uh, this guy, what's his first name? I drafted this guy, Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, so he fumbled the first game because I had drafted him, and then Bill was not having that. He didn't. He barely played for a while. Their starting running back got hurt, so he's coming. And so he basically looks like he started today. Twenty yeah. carries, he looked hundred yards, and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns? Yeah. yeah, he looked real good. Gotcha. So yeah, I got New England, man. I like to see it too. Oh, how sweet would it be if it's New England versus Tampa Bay, and uh, then Bill gets this one? I would. Dude, I would love it so much. Then they both get one. Then there's got to be a third, like a trilogy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, it wouldn't even be the trilogy because it'd be number two of them against each other. But since they separated, if they that would be wild too. If the if somehow since they split, they win the next three Super Bowls, 
that'd be fucked. But hey. But you know how that goes in the conspiracy theories. Oh, the NFL is rigged. I was like, okay. Like, there was something they were talking oh, about. Oh, it, it is looking. So, you know, sports betting is starting to become much, much more legal everywhere. Yeah. And the NFL is doing some shady stuff with the referees for sure. So, yeah. That I don't Chicago, think they can completely fix a game, but they're giving that, that, um, calls more towards a team it? you would think should win. Taunton <laughs> call last week yep. against Chicago. Against Chicago was really yeah, it was a bad really timing. Shaking. It wasn't that bad of a call. The Ravens versus the Dolphins game was ridiculous. Of yeah, how much the Ravens were pulling on jerseys and they still lost. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it was. I think it was four penalties for Miami or Ravens for twenty yards. Ra- Miami got called for eleven penalties for ninety-seven yards, and I'm telling you, they got an obvious pass interference in the end zone. The Ravens got away with. I don't know on the same play. They hit the quarterback quite late. Towards the end of the game, Lamar gets tapped. Yeah. <laughs> Roughing the passer. And it was, it was within like, the boundaries meanwhile, of the uh, play. It wasn't like yeah, they did Brissette got hit from behind us two seconds after we threw the ball. Yeah, this one might be questionable, but. Mm. <laughs> Let me go back to this one. Oh, um, mm, no. Nah. Yeah, the Ravens got all the calls. And it's funny is I see one call the Ravens didn't get, and this guy's acting like the Ravens got screwed. And I was like, are you kidding me? Four penalties for 20 yards compared to 11 for 97? You think you got screwed? You mean The Ravens are holding the receivers almost every play because their corners suck. (laughs) But despite all that, I mean, they got work. Um, It was wild as Miami played two quarterbacks is – Tua was the backup, so which was weird because the Brissett got hurt. But it was like if Tua was good enough to be the backup, why wasn't he starting? <laughs> and that's what the uh, the uh, sportscasters were saying. The commentator, weird. The commentating team was saying that because it's like, yeah, if he can be the backup, why why don't why don't they just start him? And wow, this is the most strange beer I've ever. Had. I, yeah, I'm not sure how to feel. I it's took good a, and bad at the same time. I took a tiny sip. And yeah, I had. It was like feelings. an adventure. <laughs> I don't know that it was a roller coaster. I don't know that I want to continue because it's weird. I, I say give it another chance. It's I'm gonna give it another chance. I it's have interesting. to because I need an empty glass to drink the next beer. Yeah, there's <laughs> definitely some a lot going on. Mm-hmm. There, there's like I went on a roller coaster. It's like, uh, uh, oh, that was good. Uh, my my emotions went haywire just now, but yeah, this is a what do you call it? A bipolar beer. <laughs> yeah, like a couple of my exes. Um, <laughs> Shout out but to you gotta the bipolars. Love you gotta love them, though. <laughs> the crazy ones are always the best ones. Yeah, I was gonna say. They, they well, get a, certain. They get a little stabby, but you gotta <laughs> love that risk. You can't say we're going that. both going Patriots. Yeah, I and think, I Rams. Think, I think Patriots and Rams. So, I mean, if if we had to pick it from right now, I would say that. You know, we'll let it play out, obviously, because we have to. We have a you can't let. I think the Titans are still winning games. Mm-hmm. It's not they would. They won today, by the way. They beat the Saints. Mentioned that 23-21. The Saints came back at the end, but Titans yeah, held out. But, again, Saints are missing their quarterback. They're not the same. Trevor Simeon, I don't think he's going to. They. I think that's still like, their defense is strong enough to make the playoffs, but they're no longer a threat to me to win anything. Who's that? The, uh, the Saints. Saints. I didn't think Trevor Simeon. <laughs> I didn't think they were a threat anyway. I don't either, but now they're really not. 
So the Bills got spanked last week. Now they spanked the Jets. It's not the, saying like, much, relax. It's, it's more Jets. like reality kicked in. <laughs> For both. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Jets, Jets got a little pumped up. They got screwed last week. That was the, I think, one of the, was that the taunting calls versus the Jets? It was like something um, stupid. I don't remember. Because it's the Jets, so I never pay attention. Yeah. Mike White did come in. I don't even know how he did. I just know they got blown the hell out. It's not even worth looking. Every time they showed the score, Buffalo had another touchdown. So Cardinals were without Kyler Murray, and they were looking like one of the strongest AFC teams. Clearly with Kyler Murray, they suck. Um, but on the plus, uh, or not plus, but Panthers played, they crushed the Cardinals. So that was a little shocking. Um, they played with two quarterbacks. It was interesting. So yeah, how that work out? Because I, I didn't even know. Yeah, so they played, the P.J. Walker played the majority as quarterback. And then they put, Cam, basically Cam was playing like uh, Taysom Hill. They were putting him in only on the goal line, which is smart because Cam can run and he can't throw past ten yards anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know how his throw is. He threw a touchdown. Um, he ran for a touchdown. I mean, maybe he plays that role. I think they eventually maybe start him. But looking at him with the Patriots, he couldn't throw the ball the same. Yeah. But maybe he's got a Taysom Hill type role of like when it's a threat to run and throw some short passes in the goal line. I think also, I mean, I've always said this before, like, Billichat has a system, and I don't think that system was meant for everyone. And Cam came in, and and that's the thing. He was still throwing kind of shitty, but he also just couldn't acclimate. Yeah, I mean, he had, a, he had some kind of injury, and his arm doesn't look the same. He doesn't look like he has the strength in his arm anymore. But playing a role like Taysom Hill, put him in the goal line, because he's such a threat to run still. I think even with the Patriots, he had a lot of rushing touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, so and then McCaffrey had a beast game. So I think they've won every game. I think did McCaffrey play last week. I don't yes. think they played one last week. I think they've won every game besides that one with McCaffrey. That makes sense. So maybe the Panthers sneak up into things. No. we got to mention this game. Of course. Detroit, they are not going to go 0-17. <laughs> but they still might not win a game. <laughs> no, they're winning on Thanksgiving. Who are they playing? Chicago. They're, they're going to win that game. I don't bet. How this game was a tie is amazing. Bet on that one. So, looking at this game, and I watched some of it because it went forever. <laughs> it looked like both teams are trying their hardest to lose. So I got a text from a friend, like I started uh, recording an episode of Off the Mats, and I got a text from you, and then I got a text from someone else, and he was like, basically, Detroit's had four opportunities and fucked it up each time. Yeah, so I think they get like a pick at the end, and then something like a fumble, they fumbled the pick, uh, it was wild. The The craziest thing was golf stats. He had something like 30 yards going into the 30, third quarter, and the funniest thing was, you know... That's that air yards. That's how far past the line of scrimmage you're throwing the ball. He was averaging 1.4. <laughs> but again, what receivers does he have? The the terrible receivers that they had to begin with are all hurt. Um, they're just double teaming Hawkinson. Unfortunately, if you own Hawkinson and fantasy, last week was the week to get rid of him for something because Hawkinson is good. It's not his fault, but... When you have no one else to guard but him, it's tough. (laughs) 
So, so he, I mean, he's yeah. he's gonna get it. Oh damn, he had one target for nothing. Yeah, no. That so when I said my fantasy team, everyone scored single digits except for him. He didn't even score. Yeah. So golf had twenty five pass attempts for one hundred and fourteen yards. It's pretty and crappy. Not, only one to pockets. That's fucking dumb. Yeah, Swift had a great game. Yeah. Um, I I just wonder if Swift. It's like. <clears throat> Because he's injury prone, at some point, do they just shelve him for next year? Yeah. Because he's beast. And, I mean, unfortunately, they're not going to be playing for much. But, yeah, they managed to tie. And for Pittsburgh, though, Mason Rudolph was playing. And you know why they tied? Because it didn't start my man Haskins. He would have won. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh dominated in yards. Uh I just fucked up, which is a Mason Rudolph thing. Oh, he's known to do that. Damn, he threw the ball 50 times. <laughs> God damn. I only got 240. They ran for 100 yards, Pittsburgh. But, yeah, so another tie. It'll be wild if they go 16-1. I'm okay with that. <laughs> they'll, they'll beat their record by a half game. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Not a full game. So then they can break it next year. Um, fuck you. Um. What else we got? Vikings beat the Chargers. That was a pretty good game. Um, 27-20. Didn't even know it happened. Um, what's that put the Vikings at real quick? So now they're 4-5. and Oh, that's Again, weird because I'm about to say 6-4. and four. All, all their losses are super, super close. So I'd but like to see losses. the Vikings make the uh, – Vikings are definitely in the playoff hunt now. Well, because everything's weird now. Yeah. Um, and then I think one more game to mention really would be the Green Bay Seattle. You'd think would be a good game, and it was a terrible game if you watched it. Mm. I it, think it was seventeen nothing. Trouble. Yeah, seventeen nothing. Russell Wilson looked terrible. Aaron Rodgers didn't look great himself. He threw some wild ass jump ball interceptions. Oh, one thing that was funny in this game. It wouldn't qualify him for Jackass of the Week, but it's kind of a Jackass. It's kind of funny. DK Metcalf got ejected, thrown a punch, but then tried to enter the huddle. He didn't know he was ejected, I guess. Or he was just like, maybe they won't notice. Like, man, you're the biggest dude on the field. <laughs> they didn't notice you. Or maybe he thought, I'm the biggest dude on the field. Stop me, son. <laughs> yeah, he went into the huddle and they're like, nah, you can't be in the game. You got to leave. <laughs> Yeah, so watching like the DK Metcalf play, we looked. I mean, we're just picturing him going to the sideline. Like, dude, you got ejected, and he's like, "I did." <laughs> it reminded me of like the Adrian Peterson when he broke the rushing record, which you watched at my house, and we were like yeah. watching. And the the lady was kind of interviewing him, like, "How's it feel to be like just nine yards short of the record?" And Adrian Peterson looked shocked as hell. He was like, like, nine yards what?" <laughs> it's like nine yards what? <laughs> short of the record. I did. He's like. Oh, he was kind of like, he played all, oh, damn, well, at least we won the game, but he looked hurt. <laughs> I was pulling for him to break it, too. He he got a, he hit a long run at the end. That yeah. That's why I think he thought he got it, um, but, yeah, he needed some more. Yeah, oh, well. Who Who is the rushing record? Is it? The all-time, for, for the season, season, Eric Dickerson. I think it's 21, uh, damn, 2,105. He would have got it if they wanted to try, I think. Yeah, I mean, but it's Minnesota. <laughs> they don't give a, no, they really don't care about nobody. They, well, they, they like to pay Kurt. Yeah. I was thinking of Cam going back to Carolina. I was like, that let's, get, let's get Kirk back. Because 
I, I think there's a chance Minnesota could move on from Kirk. I don't think they necessarily should, but, I mean, he gets blamed for everything. I it was crazy he got blamed last week, so they lost in overtime, and he did go three and out in overtime. But they're like, frick, like, uh, he sucks in clutch situations. He did score a touchdown to tie the game in the last minutes of the game. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. I think Minnesota should move on from him, but not because he's not good. I think they just need to yeah, it's not re- working. <laughs> rebuild. Yeah. Like, just start. Not rebuild, but, you know, kind of like start looking yeah, I mean, at it's those not pieces. Working. I mean, you're going to keep going with the same thing. I mean, they have a beast receiver now, Jefferson, yeah. and they're not. Uh, I mean, they make. I I think they'll make a run for the playoffs because all the games they lost were super close. That they're still losses. Yeah, but uh, I think like that game they blamed Kirk was versus the Ravens, and I think the Ravens went three and out first. So it's like no talk about them going three and out. No, just Kirk. Mm-hmm. Kirk mm-hmm. is hated by a lot of I think sports people. Fuck them too. I think. He's too white for some people. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but it was awesome when you see him with the attitude. But yeah, when you hear him mic'd up, it is pretty. He's pretty cornballish. <laughs> he, well, I mean, he went to Michigan State. So what do you really expect? Kirk Cousins sucks. That's no, all it is. We love him. Yeah, I mean, Michigan State sucks. Kirk Cousins sucks. Le'Veon Bell they sucks. They got magic. Flozell Adams sucked. Charlie Rogers sucked. Magic was okay. Who is their coach? Which I always one? pick uh, basketball. So I always pick them. Izzo. Yeah, because at, at one point he was like 50-50 to get into the oh, final yeah. four. He, he was in the <laughs> final four. Like. like They'd be the worst offensive team, but with the best defense team, they'd make it. Um, and then I always rocked the Michigan State hat for years, but it was more so because it was a green hat with an S. And it was funny in community college – um, I met someone named Sean, and he had a green Michigan State hat with an S. And one day we were like partners in some science lab, and I was looking at him and was like, are you wearing it because of the S? And he was like, I am. And I was like, yeah, all right. We had the same. I mean. It, I think know, that was a 90s thing. At least you, you own up you'd to it. like adopt a team if it had your initials. Um, but yeah, I rocked the Michigan. So I, it used to suck, though, when a diehard Michigan State fan would ask me, so you're a Michigan State fan? I'm like, nah, I just like the S. <laughs> but I, I actually did start to follow them in the Final Four because of Izzo, and oh, yeah. that would be my pick. Um, it was funny today. I was wearing my winter hat, and it was a Boston Celtics hat. But again, it was more so just the the Irish clover, and it, it's one of my oldest possessions that I own. And I misunderstood him. When I'm, he's ringing me up. He's like, "You like the Boston Celtics?" I thought he said, "Do you have the card?" You know the Shopping yeah. cart. I don't at that. So I was like, nah. And then it dawned on me. He's like, oh, you mean Boston Celtics? I was like, eh, nah, that's not. I actually like the Wizards. And the Wizards are tearing it up. And then he's just like, we went into this conversation with the Wizards. He was just like, talking about Westbrook, how much Westbrook sucks for the Lakers. I'm like, I think we got over on them. So yeah. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, people want to pay for the name. And then you realize, oh man, this is fucking fake. I don't know how Westbrook is a fake purse. I think the Lakers start off bad and they're slowly coming in, but Westbrook's just one of those players who wants to ball the time. But he got LeBron and Anthony Davis. I don't know how that's going to work. I haven't seen them play yet, but I can't imagine yeah. it's good. I hope they jump him. <laughs> <laughs> jump him. 
get his ass in the fucking locker room and just beat him down. I know there is talk about him coming off the bench, which to me makes sense. I just don't know how you play those three at the same time. Oh, I no. did see a highlight of Westbrook hitting nothing but backboard, and I was like, yeah, that's the Westbrook I know. <laughs> um, right. You want to review this beer? Because yeah. this is a weird one. Yeah, let's jump in. I finished mine. It's a weirdly. roller coaster. Yeah, I've got some strong emotions. So it's called Cloud Mango, and it's a mango coconut hopped sour. So it's a sour beer. This is only our second sour beer. Really? Our first one didn't get a good score. <laughs> hmm. It's weird as the sour beers, I feel like, are drinkable, like crushable, but they're not tasty. Like No. no. But it's a weird... It was smooth. It's not, it's not a, like, heavy in your stomach. Kind yeah, of. It, it, yeah, it felt good. It just didn't taste good. So it's a hopped sour mango puree with vanilla beans, which is the one part mm. I'll call out in a second. Yeah, that was the, the, that hints, was the weird. Hints of honey and oak and then smoky sweetness. I don't know what that means, but... It means smoky sweetness. Um, I will say okay. when I first drink it you get the sour and then all of a sudden you go in this roller coaster of oh there's vanilla that tastes good and then it ends with the sour again <laughs> it gave me so it's some like, weird feelings in my i hate privates. the initial taste the middle taste i like and then it ends poorly again so um i think this is the first beer though that I clearly taste three different things at three different times yeah, I could say that. <laughs> yeah, because that first taste, it's I was like, like huh? Huh? what was that? <laughs> well, because I remember, like, I looked at you. I was like, I'm not doing this. Not again. Which I think we both talked about. We don't like coconut, really. But eh, the coconuts, I taste the vanilla in the middle. I taste the vanilla. So what did you rate this? It's it's uh, 7-1. Uh-huh. It's like, I, again, I little. feel like it's crushable. I'm going to go uh, 6-2. Uh, it felt like, mm, yeah, six, I'm going to stick with six, too. Yeah, it's, like, it's a hard one. I like that middle taste, but the first and last taste is pretty bad. Like, the smell, the first taste, it's like, ugh. But, yeah, once you get rolling, once the momentum's seven, there. And one though, yeah. Got to factor in the drinkability. I'll go six, five. That seems fair, because that's where I was leaning, but I was like, you know what? I also figured, too, this is one that I I probably wouldn't drink again. Yeah, I wonder, too. Like, I wouldn't choose a drink, I mean. so This is our second sour beer that I'm aware of, that maybe it's like when we first started, we didn't have that IPA taste. Like, maybe mm. a sour beer is something well, that's what that I'm saying. grows on us. We should go back to some of those earlier beers and kind of re-re-re-re-reveal them. I don't know if I said the that re review. My like I'm slur- Ray Ray. Ray I'm Ray slurring right now. So, so um, there you have it. I think this we, was much better than our. Before other you got beer. here, I had two mugs of wine. I think since you've been here, I have two more plus <laughs> the beer. So, this is so about we're get, about to do a shot. We're um, about to get live. You know what's funny is the I do for some reason the first sour beer that we have stands out in my mind. I remember the can. I know it was from the. East Coast of Maryland, Salisbury or something. I think it was Salisbury. Yeah, it was Salisbury. And that one was just that sour taste of this one. So this one's clearly better. I believe the first sour beer we had was one of our lowest scoring beers. I believe the lowest is still the ginger with the, uh, what was it? Ginger. It had two f- grapefruit, which is good for beer, but then it ended with 
ginger, yeah, which was ginger. disgusting. <laughs> and it was like a 3% beer or something. Uh, so I, I text you about it and I posted the meme that was made about it. And I was talking to a friend and uh, messenger. Somehow my Korean friend from L.A., I don't know how we got into a discussion about malt liquor. But we're just, oh, because she showed me rash guards. And it was like old English Colt 45. And I was like, I like them, but that's a specific audience. I don't think that's going to sell to everyone. I, I I would take one, though. Like, I'd take that Colt 45 one. I think, yeah, it was uh, Mickey's yeah. Colt 45 and old English. And she goes, you may not, I may not look it, but I do enjoy a 40. And I go, yeah, on Colompton, we're going to actually review some 40s. She goes, for taste, right? No, yeah, sure. And it's, it's the overall package. <laughs> nah, you got yeah, you got to go all in. And then she put a she sent me that meme, and I was like, dude, I don't know why. I think it's because the combination of Star Wars and just like the actual real time reaction to her. She goes for taste, right? And I was like, yeah, sure. She goes, no, really for taste. I was like, yeah, if you want to believe that. So we should set that up soon, and maybe that's the one we'll have some guests do. Well, the, yeah. Like I don't know how we'll set it up. We'll discuss it off air. If like. We'll rate each one. Maybe it's blind that we don't know. One person knows what they I, are. I think no. I think we should just go ahead go and ahead just. And we just. But yeah, I think because I got a message from someone that listened to us of a lot of them were discontinued, so mm-hmm. we probably got to yeah. buy them pretty soon before they run out. Um, we did well, I mean, review. Honestly, we did review Mickey's. We did review. I think that's the only forty. We probably. Well, we, I mean, it's still malt liquor. I mean, it was the canned. Yeah, but I, I think that's the only one we did. Yeah. Though. Well, I'd say what we should do is make it a two-episode deal. Do three per episode. Ooh, that's going to be rough. 120 ounces. I don't... Are we drinking the whole 40? I am. Each 40? <laughs> I, I, you know I feel what? like okay. that, one, that one we should maybe record a video, too. The 40 maybe. one's going to be a good episode. Well, you know what? What we should do is let's take... The 40 championship. Let's... The, the 40 ounce 40 ounce dash <laughs> 40 ounce dash who's gonna win so what we should do is do a back-to-back episodes and not drink the whole 40 there's three of us obviously split it three ways and kind of rate it from there i think we should be fine because essentially between the three of us it's going to be 140 each essentially so we should set that up first is the philly trip we got to do that within the next I want to say five weeks. We got to do that soon. And then after that, so for Super Bowl, what are we doing? You want to record on a Monday? Yeah, we can. Because it's just that we got to be perfect. Like we got to record and just drop it. As a matter of fact, as soon as we're done, I'm just going to drop it. Not, not even going to schedule it for 6 a.m. I mean, we could do right after Super Bowl if necessary. We could. We could. I, th- I considered that too. So, I mean, it's up to you. Um, and then what are you doing for the Super Bowl? Shit, Sarah's probably working. Never mind. Well, we're for, we still have time for that. Yeah. Well, because I was trying to schedule to go fucking watch Spider-Man in a, you know, a month. And she was like, I'm talking to Marilyn Phil. And she's like, what's the day? And I was like, 16th, uh, Thursday night. She goes, no. It, it, it's funny. Is a lot of my close friends, we don't schedule things too far in advance. Usually it's like, yeah. we'll be like that day. Well, you feel like doing this? Like, And, and I've noticed... It's hard to get people to commit to things nowadays. But then I've I've been meeting people that like to have a schedule and I'm so, just like I mean, you I'm know trying with the shit that I do, <laughs> I have to have some sort of schedule just with her work and then just recording. 
I have to have some sort of schedule. Also, when we record this, the, the Super Bowl is kind of a bigger thing because it's like we tend to record on a Sunday night. So it's like, are we you're like going to record during the Super Bowl? That's shitty. No, I want to watch the fucking Super Bowl. Like, no, no offense to you, but I want to watch the Super Bowl. I want to fucking record. And then I mean, we can record after, or we can do it the next day, whichever, or. Or we or we just go live. Just turn the motherfucker on, go live. Check in. And if, if you're there, cool in the gang. If not, you know, you'll catch it on Tuesday. We love you. <laughs> not really. Uh, so, um, on the next note, though. So, you know, Demi Lovato's got a new sex toy out, right? Only because you told me. <laughs> so, I was reading the Rolling Stone article on it. And, sorry, my fucking headphone cord just got rolled under the chair. Chair wheel. So, I was reading the Rolling Stone article on it, you know, before we start recording. Because, you know, prep. <laughs> Actually, so, so all you, week when I was doing... reading sex toys? Yeah. For I'm on that freak shit. Before I get here, why? <laughs> I'm on that freak shit. You know, me and Sarah, you know, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not 90 years old, Stephen. Okay? Sometimes we like to get fucked up and fuck like stone test bunnies sometimes. Hence all the edibles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 you called me Steven. That was the first time. Yeah, I like to do that every so often. But... <laughs> You no, know, like when I did the notes for the What If episode with Marilyn Phil, like I, I like I showed Marilyn Phil my notes. It was like a fucking book. He was like, I don't have any notes. I was like, dude, I'm just trying to be thorough. So with Demi Lovato, I read up on her little article on the sex toy. And the review basically said, you know what's like one of the uh, best features? It's the sex toy. The best feature is the case. The case. The case. It's discreet. Oh, so it looks like something else? I guess. I mean, I looked at the case and it looked like it might be a vibrator. But One of the funniest TikTok videos I've seen is someone's friend, like they're traveling together. They hid a huge yeah. dildo in the other girl's suitcase. So when security had to open her suitcase, they pulled it out and she was so embarrassed. That'd be so funny. <laughs> well, I've seen that where they've done it to a dude and it's like, and I saw like someone like a husband did it to the wife and she just owned it. She was like, eh, whatever. I mean, honestly, so you know, reading Demi's article and she she's got some good points though. We're sexual beings. So she's like, we need to stop fucking hiding about that and stop being shy about it. It's like which well, she's absolutely right. I just think it's wild that she's got a sex toy line. I imagine with the advancement of virtual reality, things are about to get real crazy with the sex toy industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. It's about to get fucking buck wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like buck angel. Because, I mean, it's weird as people are trending to, like, I think people are not wanting relationships as much in the past. And now if we start having virtual reality, and I mean, who knows? So it's about to be, uh, what's that show? Black Mirror. We're about to have some Black Mirror shit going we're on. We're already in Black Mirror. Yeah. I think it's really going to get crazy. I'm actually really interested in trying the VR video games because i've never played one so and the I'm, quest isn't super expensive now it's like I, 300 for the real good yeah one. i saw that and i'm like i'm kind of tempted to check it out i'm considering it because well sarah and i talked about doing the uh nintendo switch for sophie because all the mario games but it's like they're the same price yeah so, so i mean 300 and, not and the quest doesn't and, need a computer and sophie can't beat me 
<laughs> so we can fight for this one, but I know who's going to win. The the uh, I saw two in VR. It's way too expensive for us, but there's this. Bitch, you don't know what I make. I don't know what you make, but wait till I, I tell you how I, much I, this costs. I don't make a lot. So <laughs> what I always thought, you know, it would be cool if there's some kind of treadmill that goes in any direction so you could actually move around. Like say you're playing Call of Duty, you could kind of run through it. Yeah, I've seen it. There's something new. I don't think this is going to be what it is. Like right now it's the first one because it's, it's kind of like a treadmill, but it doesn't. it's not a treadmill. It's like you slide on it. Mm. But it's like. I think it's like $2,000 for it. But we're getting to the point where that would be really awesome, I think, to be able to play those type of games like Resident Evil and actually like walk. Like, because then you could actually run, you know, for a way instead of. Because I hear it's a little bit odd of like it looks like you're walking, but then you're using the joystick. So you have a temptation to walk forward. And that's when you walk into something. But th- that thing, like, it grabs you by the waist so yeah. you don't run into anything but it, it would be pretty interesting i'm interested i hear that some of these resident evil type games is like terrifying to people of like even though you know it's a game it looks so realistic nice. i guess i've only even seen a virtual reality thing once and it was like when they first became available on your phone they had the little insert you could put in yeah. and it looked like you were at the beach and it was crazy is that i mean you just look in any direction it looks like you're there I can only imagine of like, I can't wait till it gets to the point of imagine playing Mario Kart with all of us. Like we get all of us as friends. We're sitting on the couch, but we have a steering wheel. And like we literally can turn our heads and see each other in the cars. That should be hilarious. <laughs> mm. I was done talking about the sex toy though. <laughs> yeah, I, I veered way off. Yeah, so so I, I actually kind of drifted away from that. She was like, man, fuck her and her sex toys. But... um she, like, I'm curious what it is. Cause I'm... So it looks like it's just a regular ass vibrator. Ain't nothing special. It's just that it's her name attached to it is eighty dollars. So definitely not. It's her it. preferred size. And... So what she, I think it's like five and a half inches. <laughs> so, but I don't think that's in, like for insert. I mean, they probably would insert it, but it, I mean it's a vibrator, so it's just like throw it on the you know her jang jang, and let it go. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's just interesting because every so often, Demi, I think people forget about her. And she realizes it, and it's like, hey, I got to do something because I need attention. Like, Demi Lovato is a pretty girl. She's very, very pretty. And, you know, she's like, body positivity. Like, I got cellulite, too. Like, like we need to all stand up. It's like, girl, <laughs> I don't know if yeah. you looked in the mirror recently, but, yeah. There's definitely a thing online of like some really ridiculously good looking women and they'll say stuff like I'm posting myself in a bikini to support body positivity because I'm going to show my, you know, I'm not perfect. And it, meanwhile, it's literally a girl who's like a 9.5 out of 10. It's like I, there's no girls that look like you. I've never come across any. It's like, what what are you talking about? You're so brave. You're literally like the hottest chick in the, your town. <laughs> and those are the things in the comments too. Like, you're so brave. <laughs> it's like, you're, what? Like, no, sit down. Sit down. It's like, there's a scale. 
and these chicks that do like again Demi Lovato is like kind of an example but listen to her on Joe Rogan and just like kind of getting into the idea of like a lot of these because I, I know someone I mentioned them before we start recording they kind of fall into this category of like they're, they're like attractive people but it's almost kind of like well I need a struggle too yeah they act like they are and meanwhile you have um 500,000 likes well, on you and your and, bikini. And the thing is, it's not <laughs> even about them just being a, an attractive person, but, like, they're attractive, they're hardworking, they're driven. You know, they have, like, everything going for them. And they're like, oh, I need to struggle, too. Like, I want to be non-binary. And it's like, what? Huh? <laughs> what? Like, fuck yeah. off. So a lot of those girls are saying that whole, I'm being brave, putting my body out there because it's not perfect. I'm like, if I had the male equivalent, to that body, I would be walking around shirtless all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd be walking around putting my dick on tables saying, take it in, bitches. So, I mean, no. Like, I'm not a perfect 10. I'm a 9.9, but. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know. I'm this being is, so brave out here. <laughs> like, nah. This shit is goofy. I guess just ultimately, like, it, it's, it's silly. It's like, I, I think people just want to feel... What's attention? Some of it's looking for attention without trying to say they're looking for attention. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. I'm doing it for this reason. Oh. Not really, or not. No. Or the no filter. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah, I didn't know that, that was a thing. That's sh- that should always be the case. <laughs> like no filter. Why are you using fil- like? There's some people we know that's nonstop filtering. Actually, a lot of people we know, but. Specific people it's like, son, really? That's all you know is filters. Well, if you ever go missing, they'll never be able, to be able to identify the fucking body. Yeah, that's that's the funny thing with like online dating of people putting these filtered pictures or like their by far best angles. That's like oh, trust why me, dick pictures got to do the best. Thing. Oh, oh yeah. Well, hopefully that's not your profile picture. <laughs> Wait, but no, why not? I will say when you see only this is gonna sound bad, but nah, do this it. is what do we it. do in Colopton. If you see a face only picture in every picture, that is a red flag. <laughs> I mean, no, that's a fact though. And <laughs> a if, big red flag. And if there's a dick pic and it's like from like underneath, red flag too. Underneath? Yeah, because you know you're trying to hit that angle where it looks huge, but it's really not. Yeah, shave, shave, add to like yeah, three to, inches. Yeah, in the picture it's like. I mean, shaving, jog a little bit, you know, kind of dehydrate yourself, like lose that water <laughs> weight. <laughs> like, see, hey, when y'all listen to Kalampta, we teach you all how to take good dick pics. Um, I was gonna say that should be the title. No. <laughs> let's no, chill on the good. titles. No. <laughs> Let's chill on the titles. Like, I gotta like make friendlier titles. We already no one knows what Colompton is. I'm about to explain what Colompton is on one of the ideas for a shirt. I think I showed you. Um, it's like, look, just enjoy the show, bitches. That's all. That's all I say. But we're having a good time tonight. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I might we keep take... trying to review our beers, and we're like done. I mean, this one's a weird one because I wasn't feeling it at first, but now I'm like, you know what? I think I'm in. I mean, after this, I mean, well, I like this one. What 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 shotable? Drinks I think this do we was have? similar to the first you one. Do a shot of Crown, the Crown Apple. I don't think I've had that yet. I dude, keep hearing it's how good so it is. So good, so good, dude. It, it, we'll do that in a minute. Just pour it in my my wine mug. 
Ah, uh, this is where a producer comes into play. Brett, where are you All at? right, let's pause, because I, I mean... Uh, yeah, fuck it, let's peace pause. Peace be with you. Yeah, we'll be back in a minute, hoes. <laughs> What's up, fuckers? We're back. We had to go uh, pour some alcohol real quick. That break might have seemed like seconds to you, but we've actually been off the air for about half an hour. Uh, we're going to go ahead. We're talking about serious toast. shit, goofy shit. Um, take a drink. Yeah, we're doing... We haven't done a shot like this on there. That might have been a double shot. Yeah, that was more than a shot. My bad. It was this fucking coffee mug. But the tasted great. Oh, so that was my first apple oh, crown. God, dude, it's so good. So fucking good. It tasted like... See, so you know, like... We had a friend that liked the 99 apples. That had a rough... It had an apple taste, but yeah. it was like a burn. A rough, yeah, it was a nasty. burn afterward. This it, tastes... It's smooth. It has it, an alcohol, but... It, there's a little burn at the end, but it's not 99 apples. Um, <clears throat> pretty good, pretty good. I think think that might be my cap for tonight. So uh, I don't know if we rated this. Now we saw one beer. last beer. Yeah, want to do this one? Yeah, let's go ahead and rate this. So one this one's by Jailbreak, which is the one out of Laurel. Um, I recommend we should go there sometime. Yeah, one yeah. of the brewers, since that's Laurel. Um, so we've had hit or miss with them. Uh, one of my favorite volleyball beers is by them, called Big Punisher. I don't think you, I don't know if we've had that. Dead in the middle, a little Italy, um, little that we know that we riddle two middlemen who didn't do big pun, like that big pun. Yo, it's funny as you say that, and I just, you just made me rise. So I have another song by the, it's a group called the Demigods, which is like a super group. Like Demi And they, sampled, they sampled that part. Yo, that part is so hard, yeah. though. <laughs> and they made that the chorus, and I'm like. That shit is tight, it, though. It, I knew it was big pun, but it didn't click. Now you just said it, I'm like, oh, yeah. duh. I love that. that, that I got to play the Demigod song. I re, I play that as soon as that shit hits, and then it goes to Fat Joe, that I just go back to the beginning. Not only time. did that sample that, it samples the Scooby-Doo theme song. Funny enough. That's a song. Throughout the day, I've been singing Scooby-Doo throughout the house. <laughs> I don't know why. I've just been singing dun, Scooby-Doo. Dun, 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 That <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I got to play you that song. But then there's the little... Little yeah. the whole dead in the middle, a little yeah. Italy, little that we know. That we I think it's called no one who didn't do Italy. It's called in the middle, yeah, by I the Timmy guys. It. It's just like a super group of underground rappers. They also have a song that's put to the Rocky theme that's pretty good. I can dig dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. All right, so this is damn. We got karaoke. That's you know we're feeling it. <laughs> this is the music episode, dude. Yo, what the fuck are they doing? Yo, that, that fucking uh, Big Pun and uh, Fat Joe Twins. Yo, that shit is rock. Big Pun was a beast. Yeah, I yo. mean, I remember seeing him in his later days. He was sitting on a scooter on stage because, like, I mean, not not like a handicapped scooter. It was like those the, oh, uh, the ones. One? Yeah. But he had to sit on that on stage because he got, yeah. I mean, he got that big. He was a big fella. And it was funny is he was such a fast rapper, but when yeah. he gained so big, it was kind of slurring because... <laughs> Like, you're that big, uh, you just hard to move fast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so yeah, this is a jailbreak, and it's actually called Special Lady Friend. Hmm. Convenient. And it's an upside down lady on the can. Hmm. She's a redhead. She's special. She's looks like she's ready to flash us. (laughs) She's ready for (laughs) that. She's got a robe on. Hmm. Mm -hmm. So, this is a hazy IPA, which, um, our first beer wasn't officially a hazy IPA, but it was hazy. And this is the type of beers we've tend to like. Um, hmm. So this one had notes of pineapple, 
Candied orange? Candied orange, not regular orange. Wait, is there any more left? And I, gotta, I gotta revisit. Fuck. Blueberry. What the fuck? Here, you gotta have a little. That's like a fucking splash. For fuck's sake. And blueberry. Blueberry. I think this is similar to the first one. By a, a little. Not, it, it's not on that same level. This one, to me, is more like a, it almost tastes like orange juice. So, this one's really so. No, the aftertaste is a little tart. Yeah, it's it's slightly more bitter than the first one, and this is a seven percent. So, okay, another we had all seven percenters today, which is I think that seven to nine range is perfect for yeah, beers. Yeah, it, it's a safe zone where you're gonna have a good time, but it's not gonna get carried away. Right. Until you start adding You know what I want to try though. So I saw Flying Dog. We've done a, a Flying Dog's been our highest rated beer like overall. Mm. Like every time we've had a Flying Dog it's super high. Yeah, yeah. They have a one beer called a Double Dog. I don't think we've reviewed it. We've probably had it. Um but they have something called a Triple Dog. Mm. It was released recently and I think it's sold out everywhere. So I was trying to find it. Guess how much the percentage is? 15 18.1. I love it. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> I was like, so, just based on 18.1, I feel like it's going to be our first nine overall beer. I've never Possibly. Had a, I've never had a flying dog that didn't pair well with pizza. So let me know. I'll order yeah, some, I can uh, find some it. Pizza and and we'll make it a party. Let, let's rate this one real quick um, before we forget. Um, but yeah, I think it's similar to the first one. Slightly. I mean, the first one was 7.8. This is a 7. They probably deducts mm. it a little. I feel like the uh, taste is similar. Little, not a lot though. The, that that first beer was awesome. Though. Yeah, that first beer was really good. This wasn't terrible, but that first one was really good. This one, if I'm giving it a number, because the first one was a eight two. Yeah. This is in my sevens for sure. Yeah, I think it's a seven beer. I'm gonna say seven six. I mean, I think I'm that's gonna... that's real fair, and I'll say seven seven for George Mirasan, who wore seventy six, but was said he's seven seven. Yeah. <laughs> In honor of the wizards. Wizards. Oh my god. We get squirrely here. Oh god. But yeah. Um and then I guess uh, we can't rate shots. One day we should um do different episodes of liquor. I was gonna ask you a few questions real quick of liquor yeah. questions of just tequila or rum. So, well, uh, straight or yeah, mixed? Because I think this is a tricky question. Because I mean, tequila mixes well with orange juice. Yeah, rum yeah. mixes well with coke. Yes. Not much beats a rum and coke. Mm. But what do you like at the feel? I mean, factoring in the feeling. Tequila for the feeling. Me too. Tequila is one of the best feelings. Like the yeah. shot's rough, but it's a fun. It's, it's worth. It's weird as. Me and you, I think, handled tequila well. We, I, we actually, have fun. I don't handle tequila very well. I handle it no, better now. I, I feel like, though, when we've done it, we just get silly and funny. I think because we're already on the level, though. Yeah. Like, if, if I start with... Some people get tequila. They're really just, just swing on everybody. So, if I start with tequila, it can be a rough night. But if we're already kind of in, in the woods, tequila isn't really going to make matters worse it might just make matter it'll amplify the silly 
so, but yeah, if, it, if we're talking about shots, tequila's rough, but it, it's it's a better tequila's a better shot. For yeah. Sure. What about who, who takes shots of rum? <laughs> yeah, no, I've not never many taken people. a shot of rum. But even like thinking of the drinks, I prefer rum and coke usually when well, I go yeah, out. Sure. But a tequila orange juice is actually a tequila quite sunrise. Good. You just don't think to order that. Oh, but I make them at home. Yeah. I would say a tequila sunrise is better than a rum and coke. I it, just don't think to order it. It is. Yeah, it just yeah, it never comes to mind. What about vodka versus Jim Beam on a shot? That's rough. Yeah, it depends on the vodka. Right. But vodka to me is a rough shot. It is a rough shot, but Jim Beam is That's a, a really, really rough, rough shot, shot too. So so is there a specific brand of vodka or are we just going vodka generic? Generic vodka. Just give me the vodka then. I'll take the vodka. So this one's going to be the one that's going to burn our fucking chest. Yeah. We're not going to like it, <laughs> no matter which So, the, But the thing, the question, though, too, is if you're taking a shot of either, what is the purpose? Like, when I only do Jim Beam, like, for memorial purposes. For I memorial. mean, just say we're at the bar, and that's the choice. I will never. Vodka or Jim Beam. Like, I'm taking vodka. I think I am, too. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna be thrilled about it, though. No, no, no. I won't be happy. <laughs> I'm not even going to say thank you. Like, fuck that. I'm just take my shot and carry on you, my night. You know, one of the memories, I don't know if you remember, we went to Jillian's one time on, like, a weekday. We're the only ones there. We're the only ones at the bar. We're, we're getting crushed. But because we're the only two there, the bartender was kind of like, Kind of not not annoyed, but it's like we're the only ones giving him work to do. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember, but we were like, "Can we get a shot?" Of, I don't know why we ordered a shot of vodka. He gave us—I don't know if you remember this—but he gave us triple shot of vodka. Vaguely remember, and was like, "This is on the house. Y'all are done after this." <laughs> I vaguely remember that. I didn't know it was a triple. I thought yeah. it was a double, but it, oh, it was a triple, and then. We did that. It was hilarious after this, like after that of like, because it was. It, I want to say it was like a Tuesday night. It was something ridiculous. Like, seems me and you were just. I mean, we had. A, I don't want to say more because it's kind of funny. No, I mean, we walked outside and it was, it was funny. Like, there there have been nights where because Mario with his connection to the Phoenix. I'd, I'd just be at the Phoenix because I was on his tab, which he had an employee tab. So by the end of the night, after drinking all night, the tab was $7 most nights. I remember just walking in, give me a supersized Jack and Coke, which was, you know, the Pilsner and just start the night like that. And there was some, there, I remember there was this, uh, this young lady, she and her friend, they sit next to me and I'm a guy, so I'm oblivious to anything. And this young lady, she's excited. She just got a promote or, or a job up in New York. She's going to New York. She's a teacher. She's so excited. This is her last night here. She kept repeating that, kept repeating that. And me, I'm just like, oh, cool. Congrats. I'm happy for you. Hey, Brad, can I get another uh, supersize? You know, at the, by, by the time, you know, I, it clicked and they left. I was five Jack and Coke, you know, doubles deep. And I was just like, oh, shit. And I go to her and I was like... This fucking bra kept bothering me. And I, I explained. He was like, dude, I think you're trying to fuck. I was like, maybe. I'm fucking trash. And that, it, this, this was, was uh, Ellicott City. Oh, Ellicott City. So I just went and started walking up and down Main Street. It, it's funny with the... I mean, I might be speaking for myself. I think I'm speaking for some guys. But it's like, <laughs> when we get to a certain 
range of drunkenness, I'm not in the mood. Like I don't. Yeah, it's like I don't care, dude. I'm just trying to have fun. I'm just. Like, it's like I mean that's fun, but it's like in my mind they call it like, uh, whiskey. Uh, whiskey. Whiskey pee. <laughs> oh no, no no no! I still get the boner, but it, it's like man. If it, I, if I have shots of tequila, no, I'm ready for bed. Well, yeah, I mean, the bonus is there, but it's not really function. It's just kind of, it's it's like, it's the guy that's, you know, it's like the sixth man. It's there, but it's like, did you really need him? Because <laughs> I'm, at that point, I'm just like ready to like just pass out. But it's like, in those situations, it's like, I get it. But for me, I'm just like. There's a limit. I'm not, where it's I'm like, not here for that. <laughs> what the people say, lowest your ambitions. Like, yeah, but at the same time, I just want to go to bed and have a cheeseburger and tacos or something. <laughs> Fucking right. Like, yeah, the, the cheeseburger. We're, we're past the limit. We're past the limit. I'm not in the mood anymore. Yeah. There, you know, just shit. It was always a good time down there just because of shit like that. Whereas, like, there was some chick, she kept trying to make me dance. She tried to drag me on. Like, she physically tried to pull me to the dance floor. And I put, I didn't like shove her off. I was like, nah, nah, I'm good. I'm, not, I don't dance. She's like, nah, nah, you look, you'd be really good. I was like, what does that mean? And she's like, I ah, just come dance. I was like, no. Nah. Oh man, we're beast at dancing back in there. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not gonna dance. I was like, I'm gonna come over because there's a UFC fight. They had like the little TV. I was like, I'm gonna watch this fight. And I was like, Brad, can I get a? I think whatever fucking Mario was drinking. It was something fucking. Uh, was it a seven and seven? And I was like, let me get a seven and seven. Fucking trash. What's the so seven and seven is what gin? Uh, yeah. Ugh, Gin, it tastes like grass. Like, yes. It is a terrible. weird taste. It, dude, it's so bad. But I actually. Gin and tonics to... make it more tolerable. It's not good still. No, really? like, it's not good. It's, oh. I don't think it's tolerable at all. Rum and Coke would be my favorite, but I, I have a story of like, there's a place in Baltimore. It's called Soundstage now, but it used to be a mm. concert venue. And I went there with one of our friends, the older one. We'll call him the elder, so we don't name names. But we had been hungover from the night before. So we're like, we're not going to drink much tonight. You know, we, uh, the next day of a hangover, you don't want to drink much. No. We both ordered just just two rum and Cokes. Somehow we're, I mean, crazy drunk, like what the hell is going on? My friend was talking to a girl. He was so drunk that he started talking to another girl. Didn't realize it's not the same girl. And at one point he's just like, what's going on? Like, Stevie, what's going on? I was talking to th- this one, right? Well, what, what happened? I was like, I mean, you were talking to her and now you're talking to her. I had two drinks, two rum and cokes. You know my tolerance is pretty decent. Two rum and cokes. I had to throw up in the bathroom after the third one. And then, but, so I watched how she made the third one. And I don't like when bartenders do this. Even though you think you're getting the hookup. Probably eight shots of rum in the rum and coke. That's not cool. All rum, it's splashed coke on top. (laughs) A whole glass of rum. Splash coke. So when we went, that's to, not fun. <laughs> when we went to the do the Maryland Live, the boxing. That's how my Jack and Coke was. I appreciated that because it was twenty bucks. <laughs> so for that, yes, that's but, not fun though. When it, I mean, if you're just trying to have a good time, 
Eight shots in one glass, not fun. Because <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I literally watched her make the third one, and that's because I, I was starting to question, like, were we roofied? Like, so two rum and cokes is nothing to me. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're deep into the night, no, nah, it's it's fucked. That's but if it's the beginning of the night, it's like, okay, I can rock with that. Because, you know, if, the, if I'm paying a, a fucking arm and a leg, fucking do it up. But... <clears throat> that that one was too rough. Um, now I don't know. Like whenever I go out, I like I try to set a stage when I go out, and I always set in my mind what my plans are for the night, depending on the company. If I'm out with like a safe crew, I'm gonna walk in. I'm gonna start with a Jack and Coke, because that lets everyone know what time it is. <laughs> We're about to have a good time. Or well, the Jack and Coke is a good time. If it's a shot of Jack. There's some other shit going on. It's still going to be a good time, but just understand that it could go off the rails. Now, if I start off with a beer, eh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm really not feeling it at all, period. Like, if I start off with a beer, chances are that's all I really want is maybe one, maybe two beers. Two, like one and a half. But if I start off with a Jack and Coke, just know that we're not going home until three, maybe three thirty, four <laughs> o'clock in the morning. And it, don't, don't, it's, it's not going to be a bad time. It's just going to be a weird time. And I might get naked. I don't know. It's happened. I mean, Snowden, I walked up and down Snowden with a fucking shoe in my hand like a football, butt naked. And I was like, I didn't understand why I was doing that. But, <laughs> well, I know I was doing that because this fucking idiot was like, oh, we went shot for shot. We didn't go shot for shot. I drank the whole bottle of tequila by myself. And you drank piss. Yeah, whole bottle of beer. He actually drank actual piss. Yeah, I'm thinking back of beer. like... Our last trip to Baltimore was fun, but when we walked up to the hookah bar and got denied, and then we ended up at the shady bar of the nothing but 22s. <laughs> yeah, that, and, and then they didn't have lights in the bathroom, which is really No, weird. they had a light in the bathroom. It wasn't It was just outside of the bathroom. Oh, remember well, I turned it on? <laughs> yes. Did you hear what you just said? Yeah, it was in the bathroom, but outside the bathroom. No, Suspect. but they had lights in the bathroom. You yeah. just had to turn it on outside. Suspect. And I grabbed the fucking fly trap. I walked in and you're like, hey. <laughs> I mean, shit was questionable across the We board. should go back there, though. No, I think. I don't want to go back there. I have no interest in going back there. Play pool there. I have no interest. There's plenty of places to play pool, and there's not one of them. So I went to uh, Fowl's yesterday, though. And remember they had the big flood recently? No. But I'll, I'll uh, hear you out. Like two weeks ago. It flooded really bad in Annapolis and Baltimore. And there was a few bars, actually, not even close to the water, that uh, had to close down because of structural damage from the flood. One was Poppy's Tacos. They were, like, the best taco spot in Baltimore. I'm not even hungry, but I do want tacos now. Yo, so they used to have specials on all the Mexican beers and tequila. Nice. Good day, it was man. a fun time. And they would give you free chips and salsa. No, wait. They weren't free. I don't remember if they were or not. Plenty if they were, they were like a dollar. Yeah, plenty of places give you free chips and salsa. That's a bonus. I like I those places. <laughs> I agree. Um, so, <laughs> this is a wild episode. I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. We're about to get in our movies. <laughs> All right. So, for movies, yeah, you're right. You want to go first or want me to go first? I have two quick ones. All right, let's rock and roll. All right, so the first one I watched was Ida Red, 
And it's actually a new release. I think is it Ida Red or Ida Red? Ida Red. Because I got a friend whose name is spelled like what I wrote there. Her name is Ida. So it's it's Ida Marie. A woman's name. Yeah, I know. Um it was actually a new release, so you can so why did you get it? so loud like that though? I don't know. Disrespectful. Don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um yeah, so I'm just thinking about it. So yeah, I, I think it wasn't quite good enough to go to theaters. Um, well, what's, it was what's a low the budget movie. That was like five bucks. No, well, that's what's the premise, Dick? Oh, the premise. How do you say the price? <laughs> I don't fucking care about the price. All right, bitch, I made him money. So, this movie, low budget movie, which I tend to like. Um, one of the reasons I watched it though, because it starred the guy Slain. Um, I've tend to liked his movies. He was in Gone Baby Gone and uh, the. the no, that's a part of it. Comedy Gone and... The Town. The Town, yes. Thank you. And he did a movie with Marilyn Manson that I want to see. That's another low-budget movie where Marilyn Manson was the star. But yeah, I mean, Slane, for you don't know if it's... He's a rapper or whatever. Probably won't care. <laughs> I know who Slane is. But I... he's a beast rapper. Um, I would describe him as like a blue-collar Eminem. Eminem was kind of like a... Bullied growing up, Slane would be more like the Boston bully in a way, but like cool guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't yeah, know yeah. if I'm describing that right. He wasn't a nerd. <laughs> uh, but Sl- Slane's a beast rapper, but I-, I think he's a beast actor in this. So he's usually like a bad guy. And so that's not a, like a, not that it's a stretch for him. By the way, he's, I think he's like sober like five, six years now. Like, Good for him. Like, I'm not. Like, but I mean, he had major issues with cocaine, and that's why that group was called La Coca Nostra. Showoffs. One of the groups he's in is called La Coca Nostra. Um, but uh, so he plays a cop, Josh Hartnett, uh, who's always like kind of like a isn't he always like a love movie type, like a you know what I mean? What do you call it? Heartthrob. Heartthrob. Yeah. I mean, not really, but. So he's playing a criminal. Um, so basically, Ida Red's an elderly lady who's in jail, and her family's known for crime. Um, Josh Hartnett's her grandson, I believe. And then Frank Grillo is the cousin or of him. His name's Dallas. And basically, she's on her deathbed. She's in jail. They want to get her out. It's one premise. Another premise is they do do certain crimes together, and they have one of the twists is that Slain is married to their sister, the uh, Josh Hartnett's sister. So he's a cop. She got a big booty. No, Trash. but so she she's related to this. The wife's related to this family. Slain's her husband as a cop. So, you know what it reminded me of kind of is uh, Breaking Bad. You know how the cop yeah. was related to the family. Um, I'm actually currently rewatching it right now. So, and so Josh Hartnett, I think, I think the acting in this movie is great. The music was kind of strange. It, it would stress you out, I think, in parts you didn't need to, but I liked the music. How would I like it if I was on edibles? Mm. So I, I think I, when I get to the overall, I'll try to say what the overall is. I would say this is a throwback movie to if like the seventies soundtrack. I will get fucked up this week and listen to it. I, I think this is like a throwback to a seventies style movie, modern, right? 
Um, I'd say the acting's phenomenal. Slane's great. Josh Hartnett's really good. I think he should play more like villain type roles. Um, I was more impressed with this guy Frank Grillo, who I was talking to before the whole thing. I think he's a beast in this because he played kind of like a overly, almost like a dude like jacked up on steroids type guy. Um, my hesitant hesitance to recommend it is I feel like it's a story that's been done tons of times. Most movies are. You know, like a robbery, crime family, but then there's a cop in the family type. Yeah, I mean, know. that doesn't matter, though. So I think overall it's a fun movie. If it was in the theater, I don't recommend it. If it's on home and you want to watch a movie, then I recommend it. To be fair, I don't think most movies should be in the theater anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's not a yeah, it's not one of those <laughs> movies. But overall, I thought it was good. Um, yeah, good. Not outstanding, but not... Entertaining for sure. It says for it's uh, available to rent. Yeah, I'll I'll check it out this week. Um, it's funny too, as a uh, it was filmed in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is where Slane's in the group with the Danny Boy from House of Pain, which I always like. So I was like kind of pumped up to see him in the movie. And first scene, he shoots someone. I'm like, oh shit, Danny Boy's got a good good uh, you know role in this. Five minutes later, he's shot in the head. He's done. <laughs> He was good in those five minutes. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just making a note here. I don't have a single working fucking ink pen in this fucking There you go. Basic. This one works. Thank you. Shit, fucking trash, yo. Bullshit ass basement. Yeah, I mean, it's a low budget movie, but I, I kind of like those type of movies. Oh, Frank Grillo was a beast. Slane's a beast. Um, and another movie I watched is called, I actually watched before. And it was just like something triggered a memory. I want to watch it again. It's called Graves End, and it was a very low budget movie in the nineties. You don't fact, need you don't need to point out that it's a low budget. No, I looked it up. Cheap. This is how low budget it was. Well, no, Sixty five thousand. What I'm saying is that has nothing to do with it. Just tell us about the movie. So, this one, the the way I even come across this movie, MTV. Remember they used to have that. What was it? I don't know. They used to feature something that was rare. It was called something. I don't remember. Basically, they talked about this movie, and the soundtrack is what got me into it. So the soundtrack, because the movie takes place in Gravesend, Gravesend, New York, and the soundtrack was like Cypress Hill, Lords of Brooklyn, and House of Pain. So I was like, oh, the soundtrack's pretty tight. And the director was like fans of all of them. The music to this movie is phenomenal. Not those artists like the you know background music it has these like these funny guitar type songs graves end yeah so this Where one can i find it like, it's actually free on youtube i'm in i, I, I need i need your pen again because i have shitty <laughs> one word graves places. end i know how to spell bitch i want to fucking spell and be so when i bought the soundtrack i thought it was called graves send <laughs> um so this one stars Oh, it doesn't start, but for for friends, it really will give you the '90s nostalgia. So they're just hanging out in the basement, like we would in the '90s. They're just drinking, smoking, talking shit, and they hang out in the basement of one guy in particular, where his older brother owns the house. They're just doing their typical talking shit, and one of the four friends is kind of like the more aggressive, 
he he's probably not liked by them. It's just like I don't know how to explain it. Like he's the bully of them, so they they have to have him around. I don't think they particularly like him, but he's like the more. So ab- I I talked to a friend today, uh, and that what you're describing there, kind of reminds me of what this guy was telling me today. I got a a friend. He's in New York. He was talking about. We were talking about like just fights. You know, so about look when you grew up in the suburbs, there's always that one badass that you have to be friends with because you just you just got to keep him in check. Yeah, it was so like that's it was what like, that reminds me of. Is yeah, that one it was guy like, you got to hold in your pocket. It was almost like they were friends because they're in the same neighborhood. I don't know that they particular. It didn't seem like they liked him. He was a little obnoxious. Well, exactly. They but, don't like him, but they got to yeah, put him in pocket. Yeah. So what ends up happening is they're just having a random night and Friday night, and they're drinking, smoking. Some sangria, son. And the the brother used to come down eventually because he would work weekends and be like, "Y'all got to get the fuck out of here." He just happened to have a gun, the more aggressive dude. And it's just that like, seems convenient. It's just like, I mean, he's just holding, but he's like, nah. basically they start talking shit to each other, like, "Go back upstairs and call them some names." Like, Rachel we're not leaving. Mm. Not racial. Fuck. Other slurs. Hard R. <laughs> F words. Ah, uh, that's not racial. No. That's fucking lame. <laughs> I don't. I can't know how to say. It. I'm still trying to be politically right. But basically, the whole plumber premise of the story is this whole like he kicks him out, but he's like just threatening, jokingly if the gun accidentally shoots him. So it's like, oh, fuck. They're like, they're freaking out. Like, the three friends, the other guys, they're more close. They don't even like this guy in particular, but it's like, what are you going to do? Because he's dead. You can't bring him back. They don't want him to get him in trouble, though. So it it becomes, basically, it's like the night of, like, what the fuck do we do? Because we call the police and report it. Even if it's an accident, he's probably going to jail. So it's like, they're all freaking out. They don't know what to do. Juice. They try to basically get rid of the body. They have some connections to some mafia-type people of, like... I mean, it's just a wild-ass, terrible night, basically, of them trying to now get rid of this body. And the other three friends have mixed feelings. They don't even like this dude anyway. He's... Yeah, it is a little bit similar, like, Juice of Light. Because now the dude that did it is starting to get out of control, too. But... So, super low-budget movie, but the acting's really good. And I think it'll remind you of a friend you probably had in the 90s, I feel like. <laughs> I already know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like, he's paralyzed right now. <laughs> he, he's, he was a shitty person, and he tried to rob somebody. He got shot. He's paralyzed. He earned it. Oh, well. I have another person that the main guy reminds me of. Um, I don't know that you knew him well. Oh, I know exactly who it is. <laughs> I mean, you could have just wrote it down, dude. <laughs> like, but just the personality reminded me of him. Um, well, you know what's funny? Though? And they look like each other. I was about to say, visually, that's what I had, in, like, visually in my mind. Looks just like him. Yep. But yeah, I mean, so soundtrack's phenomenal. Um, I'm, I'm but trying to pull up some things on Movies Anywhere. I'm again, trying- it's not a blockbuster oh. movie. I mean, this... Movie had a 65k budget. <laughs> I mean, again, but it, it was that, really that strange. Doesn't really have anything. What was to do really with strange movie. is MTV literally did a feature on this movie. Maybe because mm-hmm. it was shot in New York. I don't know. 
Maybe. I mean, I don't think the budget has like whether it's low budget or high budget has anything to do with it. If it's a, if it's a movie that you enjoyed, it's a movie that you enjoyed. Yeah, I like it. So I'd be um, hesitant. I, th- I think it's got to be recommended to the right person. If that movie sounds like it appeals to you. Damn, watch it. Movies anywhere you got it. So I gotta. Uh, I'll go. You said it's on Yo, YouTube. YouTube for free. I just right. like streamed it. I was like, wow. I'm trying to find. I'm trying. I'm on, and one word. I'm on uh, movies anywhere because I'm trying to find juice. Cause I, I gotta buy it. I don't tell me juice ain't on here, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Ju- oh, so you know what's crazy? This last week, so I always re- I have a rent physical movies. copy of it. I, I think you loaned it to me. I burned it. I rent movies from Google Play. Mm. Suddenly, all of my cards are getting fraud alerts if I try to do that. My my debit card will no longer let me rent movies from Google Play. It it gives you like an alert. You can say, did you mean to do this? I said, yes. Still wouldn't go through. I called them four different days last week. I'm just like, and then finally the last call, they're like, it should go through. And I was like, it's not going through. You guys keep telling me it's going to go through and it doesn't. And they're like, all right, well, I don't think there's anything we can do. So I was like, really? So I just have this card and I can't rent a movie that's $5? Like, nope, I don't think you can. <laughs> like, and I was like, okay. Dumb. So I have to use a credit card, which did give the fraud alert again. Apparently, people are stealing credit cards to rent movies. <laughs> well, so no. What that, they like do, they said, it's very common. What they do is, because I went through this uh, right before I moved to Severn, because Hanover's right down the street. Oddly enough, I was in Hanover, PA, right before my card got hacked. And I show there was a lot of charges from Hanover, Maryland. I didn't connect it because I know I was in Hanover, PA. But again, I, I'm stupid. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's dumb. What they were doing is they were going to buy gas, McDonald's, little things that I would probably do anyway. Not realizing that on my bank statement, it was going to show me where it was taking place. But. Yeah, they do that. They'll try to like kind of test with like little things. If you yeah, don't take apparently notice, Google Play is a big one. Then they go in. But yeah, so my credit card even gave me a fraud alert, but I approved it. It went through. But it's funny is I'm paying my credit card with my debit card. So I'm like, now it's just a hassle to rent a movie. Got to pay for it my credit card, then pay for it my debit card. Which before I used to just put pay, done. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's why I do movies anyway. I just click pay and, like, roll out. So, I got to figure something out. Maybe I can set up some other thing. But, yeah, I mean, I like those type of movies. Uh, I I wouldn't recommend it to everyone. If that sounds appealing to you, I'll try to check them out. (laughs) Like, lately, what's been happening with movies for me, because Sarah's off on Friday and Saturday night, so we tend to, like, we'll sit down Friday night and watch you know, movie, TV show, or something. And Saturday night, dependent. If, if I'm having company with like fights or something, then you know we try to like we try to cram everything into Friday night. If not, then we'll like we'll watch like Survivor or some bullshit on Friday, and then Saturday night we'll all right. We, you know, we'll go to Shutter and like all right, we got three movies here we can watch. And since neither of us works Sunday morning, we can stay up to two a.m. and you know. No, well, the kid's gonna wake up, but that's not my problem. I gotta wake up with her every day of the fucking week, so that's Sarah's problem on Sunday. It's not on Spotify, but Graves End soundtrack was one of my favorite soundtracks. Not just because it had 
three of my favorite artists on it. It sounds like it is, though. No, it wasn't those songs. I'm fucking with you. But it, it, there's this one song, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a guitar riff. Like, just guitar. You just described it. Ah, uh, it's it, it sounds like, uh, I don't know, it sounds like, like this little like gypsy melody. I how love we, it. How about we do this? Let's pause, let's go find it, and then we'll listen to it. We'll we be right back. Yeah, we might have. All right, so we're back. Um, I'll, I'll actually uh, dig deeper into the soundtrack, and I will pull those movies up this yeah, week. Yeah, so Gravesend, you can watch on YouTube. Uh, surprisingly, it was just there. Like, you just searched Gravesend. You don't have to pay anything. Um, yeah, YouTube has a lot of those, though. And the... Uh, they don't got enough porn. The soundtrack was one of my favorite CDs of all time. Like, it really was. Not just because it does have three of my favorite artists on it, but the it's the music to the movie, the instrumentals. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I might have to um, give you the CD because I, I wasn't able to find it besides snippets. I don't know that I have a CD player in my it's home. it's not on a... I don't have a CD player, son. Dang. I don't. I got a... F- That's weird. If you like... So, I kind of oh, like... Well, I have Amazon Music. I'll find it. I don't know that it's there. <laughs> it's not. But, yeah, I don't think it is because <laughs> it was such a low-budget movie. I don't think that's why it's not. I think just Amazon is like they they have this little. The soundtrack was play. bigger than the movie, kind of like the what was that movie with the rock and the rap we were talking about the other day. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the rock and the rap? You mean the mummy? No the the CD the soundtrack was a rap group and a rock group. House of Pain, Cypress Hill, oh, Make uh, It Loud. No 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 no. You're right. That was after, but that wasn't for a movie. Uh, it was a terrible movie. Dennis Leary. Oh, who's the man? No. No, not who's the man. Close. Um, um, <laughs> We're getting closer. <laughs> who, what the, who's was on that the Emilio movie? Estevez. It, it doesn't matter. God we're we're going to sit here for the yeah. next hour and a half. The soundtrack was way bigger than the movie, basically. Um, um, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll dig in. But if you like, like Portishead, where it's music that makes you kind of drift off. Yeah, when I take edibles, the instrumentals the with the lights. Down. The instrumentals are perfect. Like for I don't sit in the dark, but the, it's like it's just enough light for me to know that I'm in the basement. But I just sit here at night sometimes. I'm just like, All right, I always wanted to just think sample them into some kind of beat, but I never thought of anything good enough. Eventually, I will. But um, yeah, it's a great thinking soundtrack. Uh. Judgment Night was the soundtrack. Oh, that yes, that's that's a famous soundtrack because yeah. the movie was dog shit. <laughs> yeah, the movie was trash. Uh, yeah, I remember watching. I was like, ugh. Because the, the soundtrack, soundtrack probably really started the whole metal rap thing, in a way. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. But um, I'll I'll, I'll dig into these these movies and and check them out. Uh, you got so, a movie? I got a couple. I of see. Saying. Shang- it's weird as I want to say someone just told is that the Asian Marvel movie? Okay, so Juan was just pretty saying fun. he watched it, it. It's a fun movie. It's really fun. Um so they said with this movie it was going to do for, you know, the Asian community what Black Panther did for the black community. Is it a Disney Plus type movie? So it's on Disney Plus. It was in theaters. Okay. I mean, it's available. So all the Marvel movies are going to be on Disney Plus. I also want to say someone else, I think, told me they saw it in the theater. It, it, and it's worth seeing in a the theater. It, it's fun. It's a fun movie. I enjoyed it a lot. And it's you know, there's that bias of like, well, it's a comic book movie, blah, blah, blah. I don't know anything about uh, Shang-Chi. 
I was gonna say I don't I don't know how I didn't even hear about it. Well, because well, the big issue was with the Marvel movies and just theaters kind of re reopening, kind of getting back into the swing of things. Because Black Widow went straight to Disney Plus, it went to theaters and Disney Plus, and this was supposed to do the same thing. Scarlett Johansson sued Disney, and you know they they sorted it out, and now everything's good. She'll even though she's dead, she'll be back. They they've already kind of announced that. Spoiler alert. But this movie, it released in September, and the countdown was to when it would be on Disney Plus. It did well in the theaters, but watching the movie, I mean, it, you know, it does a typical comic book, you know, origin story. It was fun though. It was really fun. I don't know anything about the character. And that's what was more enjoyable for me is I don't know this character. Now I know the main villain, which is the Mandarin. So it kind of it, it veers a little away from that in the comics, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it was a lot of good action. I think the origin was really fun. Um, the with Marvel and Disney, they like to add their little um, comedy pieces in there. So uh, the chick Aquafina. She's in it. Oh yeah, she's pretty funny. I like her. She's she's pretty funny, and I like her voice. Yeah, it's like a friggin' it's dusty. <laughs> yeah, I love her voice, dude. She got like the old dirty bastard. Voice. Yeah, she like she's my favorite. She, well, because Sarah and I, we saw her in that movie, uh, Crazy Rich Asians. She's great in that. Which I love that movie. That's too. a great movie. And like, but my <laughs> my uh, friend Joe, who's Chinese, he hates that movie. He well, he hates all that shit. He hates it all, and I'm like, dude, like, relax. But um, I like Shang Chi a lot, or Shang Chi, as it's pronounced in the movie. And it it was a fun movie. I recommend it. So she's Aquafina's in it. Yeah, she she's it's funny. Is she's in it for, like not those just like know, her name Aquafina's because she was a rapper initially. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what her fucking real name is. Some shit I, don't I can't pronounce. I, I first came across easy. her years ago on Bobby Lee's, one of those podcasts that he was on. And, I mean, she's just as cool in real life. Like, hey, she's hey, pretty down hey, to earth. We don't promote other podcasts here. Maybe they'll promote us. No, they won't. We don't promote other podcasts here. Okay. I got pride issues. We don't bump nobody's shit. Our shit's way better. Exactly. Um... But no, it was a really good movie. We should ask her. <laughs> it was a really good movie. It, it got kind of like towards the end, like just, it got watered down towards the end, it, it, as most of those movies do. But at the end of it all, I enjoyed it. It's, it's got a lot of rewatch value. That That's how I kind of judge movies now, is can I rewatch it multiple times? And that movie, Yes. But I think that's that, that's their design, though, because they put a lot of effort into making it action packed where you can enjoy it. But the story is still fun. It's like a roller coaster. Because even with the the origin story of the character, when you kind of get into the movie, I didn't realize the dude that you know as you're watching is like, oh, that's the dude. <laughs> like, oh shit, okay. Like, because he just doesn't fit the the. The image that I would have expected. He's just a regular ass dude. And they kind of even make the point. At one you know, one of the parts of the movie. This isn't spoiling anything major. But Aquafina And you know the lead. Uh, Shang-Chi. They're sitting there talking to friends that they went to school with. And they're like you know. She's like doing all this big stuff. And they're like yeah but you guys are just valet parkers. 
And, you know, it's like, and, you know, Aquafina kind of points out, it's like, yeah, but I'm doing a job that I like. And Sarah and I got into that discussion about, I mean, we can't, we are in that society where now, would you rather do a job that you enjoy? Or do you want to do a job that you hate, but it pays for a lifestyle? And I was like, you know, when you look at that, it, it poses some questions. So, you know, it just makes you think. But I enjoyed that movie completely. It took us three nights to watch it because we watched it late. And then we went upstairs and I fell asleep. And we tried to watch it again on Saturday night. And we just, again, fell asleep. Well, actually, no, no, no. We started watching it, but Phil came over. And I started watching it again after Phil left and I fell asleep. Then we, we finished it Sunday. And I was like, okay. After it was done, I was like, it was enjoyable. Then, you know, and in Marvel fashion, they have the post-credit in, or the mid-credit and the post-credit scene, which sets up uh, future events, all good stuff. So, um, I'm excited about where they're going with these movies for them. I, I, I talked to a friend the other day. He was like, oh, well, the, you know, the guy who runs it all, Kevin Feige, was like, uh, Disney shut him down. They're like, oh, he's too woke and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, he actually isn't too woke. Marvel Comics has made a bunch of their characters a different race or a different gender. That's not Kevin Feige. That's just Marvel Comics. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, they shut him down. They don't want to hear from it. They said everything's failing right now. I was like, what's failing? You know, everything's failing because COVID. Black Widow didn't do well because COVID. I mean, they released it on Disney Plus and in the theater. If I could pay thirty dollars to see that movie instead of going to the theater to watch it, I'm going to do that. That that's just the short and narrow of it. But not only that, you know, as you're saying, everything's failing. It's like, well, they haven't released anything. I mean, they just started releasing things now, and also the people that are complaining are people in their forties. Like, when Star Wars changed the script, the 40-year-old fans got upset. Because, oh, it's not Luke Skywalker. Oh, no. I'm so sad. <laughs> Fuck them. And, and, and I'm in that pocket. But I wasn't upset about it. I was just like, no. It's like, just fucking evolve. So, I got into a discussion with a friend about that. He sends me this article. I didn't read it. Because, why? Because the first thing I said to him when he told me about the article, I was like, it sounds like what you're reading is someone with an opinion. And that's fine. Everybody can have their opinion. But unless Bob Iger came out and said, fuck Kevin Feige. That guy is too fucking woke. I don't care. Just fucking entertain me. Put the movies out. And if they fail, they fail. Oh, well, bitch. Not everything's going to fucking be at the top forever. Shut the fuck up. So I watched Shang- Shang-Chi. That was fun. Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I, I don't. I don't know anything about it, which sometimes I like that. Be- Go in when exactly it's a like complete that. surprise. I I tend to like that more. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. And then I watch old. There was a Shim, uh, M Night Shyamalan movie. Is based off of a graphic novel called Sandcastles. It's hard to describe the movie without spoiling things. And the trailers and everything already kind of spoiled a bunch. Because when Sarah and I watched it on Friday night, because of the trailers, we already knew so much. But the, it, it is a lot deeper. But it, it, it was just these things where I was like, I wish I didn't know going in. I don't know what you know of the movie, if you even know the movie. So I don't want to say a whole bunch about it, but it is very interesting. 
it's a fun concept to play with. And then when you get to the very end of it, it all makes sense. I highly recommend it if you don't know anything about the movie. And I'm speaking specifically to you. Anyone that's listening, you probably know because, you know, Stevie, you know, he likes low budget movies. Yeah, you know, I'm all out he, of the freaking land living under a rock. But, but no, really, like, fucking check that movie out. It is um, funny. I'm watching these low budget movies and then watching Wizard Games, which also no one else watches. <laughs> um, but in, in reality, Ode is a very, very weird movie, but it's a lot of fun because the concept to me, at least is just so fascinating. And like I said, I don't want to say anything like to, to spoil it, but well, if it's a good story, I like those type of movies. I'm so, not a big action guy. I, I when like, it's like I, Transformers. That's not for me. Oh no, Transformers is trash anyway. Yeah. But action I mean, like the, whole, dog the special effects, that doesn't matter to me. It's the yeah. characters in the story that get me. So the preliminary preliminary uh, opinions I was hearing about this movie is the story felt incon- inconclusive. The acting was bad. I watched it. So my argument about people who are saying the acting was bad is they're on a beach. And you have to kind of think in this concept of if they're on a beach, they're having to yell a lot. And I think that's what they're kind of getting at. They're like overacting. They're like yelling all the time. I think that's actually good acting because the concept that they're on a beach, so they have to kind of talk over the waves. They have to talk over the sounds. And I was like, you know what? No, you fucking people are idiots. You people are fucking spoiled by like, oh, I need Oscar worthy performances. It's like, no, just fucking go into the fucking movie and enjoy the fucking movie. You're overanalyzing all these fucking things. It is weird how things. people will critique movies so much instead of just yeah. just watch it <laughs> yeah, just fucking watch it just enjoy it. you don't and, even have to give it a, you don't you're not rating it but i think it's because people will read reviews before they watch it mm-hmm. um so like so to be honest i'd read got terrible stores on uh, rot, uh rotten tomatoes overall yeah. um again but, but it's not a mainstream movie but see, but that's not the thing though, too. Like the whole what's what's mainstream? I mean, mainstream is just a, a term. I mean, I think mainstream. Well, one, I don't think anyone would go to see this movie in the theater. It's just there's no big name actor. There's well, I it, mean, it's a story that's been done. Well, it's been done. But the thing is though, too, is like, how do you want to promote it? If you promote something enough, yes, people will go see it. I mean, there are tons of dog shit movies that people have promoted that people want to see. And I think when when we look at a movie like The Professional, who the fuck knows about The Professional? People know about The Professional now kind of on an underground basis. It's one of those movies that people who've seen it love it. But it's not, most people have not seen that movie. And that's kind of the point though. It wasn't promoted. That's, that's mainstream. Promoted. Who's got enough money to promote their shit? Like something like, uh, and also, also on the basis of this movie, old M Night Shyamalan is—he was the director, the writer, the producer of the the movie. And the problem is, it's popular now. It, it's it's okay. It's cool to hate anything that he does. And it's like, why? And I was talking to Phil about this last night because he, he was like, "So what did you think of the movie?" I was like, "I loved it." 
And, you know, the one thing we got kind of got into about it was like, when did people start hating his movies? Because he did The Sixth Sense. Everyone loved that movie. That fucking twist at the end, fucking great. I remember when I watched that, Sarah and I had our first apartment together. Our very first apartment together. She was asleep. I'm watching it on our fucking 13-inch TV. I'm huddled up on the TV in the fucking pitch black room. And that fucking, like, that, that big reveal was like, oh, shit. Like, I jumped back. I was like, oh, shit. I couldn't sleep that night. Um, Unbreakable. Not as good as the fucking Sixth Sense twist, but it's still a fucking good movie. Um, Split, because people didn't realize he was a part of that. The Village. And that's where I think everybody started hating him. I was like, why? That was a really fucking good twist. But I think what people were getting sick of was the twist. But Yeah, I feel like The Village, it's just like, I guess they wanted it to be this... Yeah, they they wanted to be this this fucking old whatever century movie. Yeah, and and I mean the twist was that there was no, but he special whatever. You know what it was though, people got made a fool of because he gave it away midway through. There's a newspaper article, they talk about oh there's a murder that happened in the alley. I think that movie gives you just perspective on things that happen today like yeah. how easily people could be influenced mm-hmm. and, and that's why people again i think again we're mad about it they realize how stupid they are so what, what were the things called the outsiders or i, I can't you know, remember what they were called. whatever they're called but they spooked everyone into leaving the village over these made-up people yeah. <laughs> that's but if you're brought up that way spooky Again, that's we can relate it to a lot of different things that you're spooked about. Yeah, that's our government. That's Man, I, I, I mean, we both share each other TikTok videos of yeah. like people talking oh. truths about religion. And it's just, it yeah. is crazy. As soon as I see stuff. that shit, I send it straight to you. It's crazy. Um, but but basically, check out old. It is a good movie. I think it's worth the six dollar rental. And again, if you don't know anything about it, even better, because I knew kind of pointers about it, but even the one the pointers, there was still a lot more that happened that made it so much more enjoyable. I, I just wish I didn't know. It's, and again, it's based off a comic book uh, called Sandcastles, and it ended in the comic book is a little more vague, but it's still good. I'm actually going to buy the comic book and read it. Um, I kind of like watching movies of not having a lot of choices of like you recommend this you probably know somewhat what i like it's probably gonna be good um i don't like knowing a lot about the movie to be honest that, well and that's why to I'm me that's not better. to say anything because as much as to i want to talk about better. this movie i don't want to say it because i don't want to run for you because there might be people who are listening who've seen the movie so what we'll do is check it out if you want watch it on my fucking amazon like, check it out, and we'll come back and um, talk about it. Because Old. All right. It, it, so you recommend that over to Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. <sighs> so they're two different movies. And that's the, that's the unfortunate thing is, like, I would say they're both recommended movies to watch. So we both got two. Um, Shang-Chi is fun. 
in, in an action sense. And the story, the story is there, but the story kind of loses weight towards the end. So old's a better story. Old that is might a much better more. story. That will probably get me more. Though. So it's a much better story because there's a lot of mystery to it. Because you gotta, you, you gotta try to figure this out. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And I, I like twists. But Shang Chi. And- Shang-Chi is still fun, but it's one of those things where it's like it, it loses the fun three quarters of the way because the story starts it starts to lack. But the character development is really good. The potential for carryover later is really good. But if if you want to talk about like an actual base story, Ode is a better story. And they're both based off comic books. How about that? So yeah, jump into that. And, uh, fuck, this is where we don't have a better review, so uh, let's just jump to this real quick jackass. Oh, we doing Biden? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Demi was my jackass, just because well, I like to pick on jackasses. her. we have two jackasses. You want to start with Demi? Well I, well, I mean, I already did my thing on Demi. I, I might have to go off the top of my head, because I put up these graves and Graves End. Like I said, I had this soundtrack for years and thought it was called Graves Send. I mean, it would make sense, but so a little dumb. If I would have to pick one, though, it's Gravesend I would watch. It's more low budget, but more better. Uh, Ida Red is a like, story that's been done. For Ida sure. Red feels more interesting to me. It's more, it's it's a better Cause, movie. Well, because they both are just, stories that have been done, to be fair. Ida Red feels like a little more interesting to me, but I'll try to check them both something out. Something about Gravesend is so realistic. You know what's good about Gravesend? It's free. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can watch that shit at work tomorrow. So Okay, um, so here's Biden. So our jackass of the week. I mean, again, we, we've said a lot of stuff about Trump. Well, we got to be fair. Yeah. Biden, Biden ain't... He's, he's a dummy. Uh, yeah, I don't know where his mind is at. So it's gone. I think me and Dante's position on everything is, how are these our two choices? <laughs> these are like two of the worst choices. This is like going to my grandparents' house. They're both in their 90s and saying, hey, you guys want to run the country? We'll vote between the two of you. That's what it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. now. And I think whoever runs Republican will probably be Trump. They're going to kill. Jesus because Biden's out here making speeches where he's just hey, not even making sense. Real quick, just I don't want to really get too political here. I I want Trump to run. I think he is and will win. I want Trump to win. But I also want people to realize once he wins, the prices are still fucking going up. This isn't a oh, political yeah. thing on everything going that up part inflation. Is silly. Like it, it's just that's the world, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. He's Nothing's gonna happen different. Like even like no. some of the military people, like we when we left Afghanistan or whatever, that was already in the, the works. The contract was up. The whole COVID stuff with the mask and the vaccines that started with Trump. Yeah. <laughs> so Trump has the yeah. vaccine, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's one really interesting thing, and we were talking about uh, my friend Charles off air. Years ago, when uh, Bush was in office, one of our friends, you know, we're all sitting in the living room. You know, we're all younger at this point. Still dumb. Young, dumb, full of cum. And this one friend goes, we need to get Bush out of office. And Charles goes, what the fuck is getting him out of office going to do for anything today or tomorrow? It's not going to do anything. It's like the bigger picture of it all is, yeah, you move one guy out, you put another guy in. It's still, the machine is still moving. 
Yeah, for us regular people, no matter who's president, really nothing is changing. No, not at all. So yeah, getting to Biden, I mean, this is just a joke, jackass of the week. And I think he, he, mis- he misspoke, but he was basically <laughs> trying to talk about Satchel Paige, uh, who was a baseball player. He was from the Negro Leagues, which even that sounds wrong for me to say. But that's what it's called. Right. And then he made it to the major leagues. And his whole point was talking about, I think Satchel Paige pitched a game basically at 47 Real good game, one, whatever. I don't know if it was a no-hitter or whatever. His point he was trying to make was that he was old and still successful. and it, But basically, Biden says, and I just want to tell you, I know you're a little younger than I am, but you know I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time, pitcher in the Negro Leagues. <laughs> so, I mean, basically, I mean, he called him the great Negro. I think he meant to say the great pitcher of the Negro League. <laughs> Saying the great Negro at this day and age doesn't sound so good. I want so bad to make that the title of the episode. <laughs> the great Negro, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, Biden says... Oh my God. I, I wonder if he is dyslexic, because I don't, I don't think he is. I think he's just old. Because when he was younger... Signs. Yeah, when he was... He had major brain surgery. Yeah. Twice. I mean... He mumbles all the time. People make fun of him for that. And is he a mumble just, rapper? <laughs> that would be funny. He's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we should jokingly make a song and see if it just hits. <laughs> but, no, what, what he's fucking... Oh, the Island, Island Boys. Boys. Yeah, oh, my so, God. What I'm an Island Boy. Hey, man. I'm an Island Boy. I'm just an island boy. That that's literally one of the lines I do understand. It's I'm an island boy. I'm just island boy. So what makes me mad is that fucking Dana White of the UFC, UFC president, endorsed these fucking knuckleheads. And it's like, really, dude? Yeah, they're everywhere. You're around killers all the time and you endorse these fucking douchebags. They don't even have a song right now, but they do I'll admit the hook is all right, they could don't, don't do that. If the hook was made into don't, an actual song, it could have been that. beast. Don't. These guys have no talent. They're just like they're just like I'm an island boy, trying to make it. That's their one song. I'm just the island boy, just island boy. That's like the next line. Then they say something about they're just stargazing, like looking up at the sun. I don't know. Hey, real quick, you think? Belichick ran a score on the Browns because he used to be their coach. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, just checking it because I just looked at the scores like Jesus Christ. So I I had picked the Browns because I knew no one else would pick the Browns, but I also thought the Browns defense would uh be a little better and the Patriots friggin' spank. I gotta look at my pick'em league Yo, to so see what I, I I think this game pretty much locked in. Uh, Mac, what? Am, Mac Jones. Yeah. I was like, for some reason, it sounded like the Redskins old running back, Matt Jones, who was terrible. Mac Jones is going to win. Matt Jones is also the, the quarterback for the Jaguars. He's going to win MVP. So he's, you he's, mean rookie of the year? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, god dang. I right, guess we Apple, shouldn't have had a shot. No, I think we should have another. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at Miles Garrett laughing over there. Laughing as they lose. Come on, son. Billionaires. 45 to 7. What are you laughing at? It's disrespectful. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Biden. I'm sure. Yeah, it was he misspoke. Yeah, 
his speeches are probably written for him, like every president. Well, he's he's been, like he said, at a, an appearance. It was like uh, they asked him a question. It was like, well, they told me I'm not allowed to speak. <laughs> it was like, okay, I mean, I mean, he does seem like a, kind of like a puppet at this point. I, I mean, he does seem like, to be honest, he's probably suffering for Alzheimer's. So all you guys that are saying Trump is better than like we. We have this guy of Alzheimer's over Trump. That's how bad Trump was. That's they'll that, never admit it. And, and again, we're not for either one. Yeah. neither one should be president. Yeah, period. They're fucking both useless. We have a reality star that yeah. failed in many many business aspects. He, he but went, you could fail bankrupt bankruptcy thirteen oh, times. Go to Atlantic City. There's two giant ass Trump. Uh, what do you call it? Casino the, hotels. Yeah, the Taj Mahal. Completely and then, uh, vacant. I mean, huge places. You know what he had to pay? Nothing. He filed bankruptcy and probably made money from it. Meanwhile, thousands of people lost their job over there. Yeah, He's not as good that? of a businessman. If you have money, you're going to make money. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't make you a good loop- businessman. There's all these loopholes that you can get out of things. And I mean, and then you know, on the side of Biden, it's like, okay, he's a career politician. That doesn't make him any better. No, he is loony. Like, so I will say this, and it, you know, when Trump was in office, everyone was like, impeach Trump, and it's like, well, yeah. Then we get Mike Pence, and the only thing that's the benefit from having Mike Pence is, at least, like in tragedies, he'll handle it in a professional, uh, presidential way, but. Then he'll try to get you know the gays to do conversion therapy. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right move. And then at the end of it all, maybe I mean he might he might be our first gay president though. Have you have you seen <laughs> have you seen the TikTok video of the it's like a the old school more like Southern black church and this guy you know how they do the whole like the over emotional like. Uh, saying, I, I don't know, but basically he, he was a gay guy. I don't, I can't even tell if this is real, but it looks like a drill, but he's like, I'm no longer gay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking so about. I know like, what you're talking about. I will not like men. I will not kiss men. <laughs> oh, you know what would have been so much better if he was like, I'm no longer gay. I will no longer suck cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what, I will no longer kiss the men. <laughs> and uh, they're that, just like, would have been so much better. He's like, I will love a woman. <laughs> it was like, uh, if you guys say it like that, no, you're not. <laughs> no, 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 I know how this is going to end. You're going to marry a woman. You're going to have some kids. And then about 10 years, you're going to be like, you know what? I love the cock. <laughs> and, and then that's fine if you do. That video is so funny. But it, that shit is wild. It's like, just, yeah, I, I should probably edit that out. What? what that's uh, the two hour 40, mark. Yeah. That's the two hour mark. I, I got to edit that out. But I'm not going to edit this part out. <laughs> Um, but people, you know, we live in a goofy world, dude. Like, the, we, you know what I think is going to happen though? So I think people don't like, I've come to find people are definitely not feeling relationships as much as they used to like getting married because they see how many failed marriages there are. Um, and then there's the whole belief of like, so real quick on that though, with, with the whole ideal of marriage. Because I'm, contrary to what people might believe, I'm actually anti-marriage. Yes, I am married. So, 
You can do with that what you want. But the whole thing is, I don't think the whole ideal of marriage and this contract yeah, and having the contract, the money. So there are things that marriage kind of protects you against. But I just feel like, you know, so when I talk to my friends in Europe, especially when it comes to jujitsu, because I was explaining that I was on a three-year contract. They're like, contract? What the fuck is that about? I was like, well, that's what we do here in the U.S. We have contracts for everything. They're like, no, we just do it month to month. If you don't pay, then you don't fucking train. That's how it works. I was like, that's how it should work. You're absolutely fucking lutely right. But here in the U.S., everything is contract-based because you can sue for any fucking thing. I could sue you right now for wearing a fucking hat in my house. It's not smart. I'll lose. But I can sue you for that. And it is fucking stupid. And, and that's, you know, where I, I go into this whole thing with marriage. It's like, you know, it, I got married to my wife because it is important to her. And I do love my wife. Uh, the thing is, though, too, if someone said to me, dude, should I get married? One of my teammates asked me if you should get married. I said, no. Like, yeah, I mean, don't do it. I mean, it, are you happy with your, your relationship now? If so, then just fucking hang out. Yeah, it's, do what it's you almost do. like the... One of the reasons why we, I think we both like Fight Club is it challenges traditional ideas. I like Fight Club because of the fighting. <laughs> it was not that much fighting. It was enough fighting for me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it challenges marriage at one point. Of just like, I don't know if another woman's what we need. But, yeah, I mean, it almost seems like to me, because, I mean, sleeping in the same bed of someone can be tough if you are on different schedules. Like one person likes to stay up late. One person likes to go to bed early. Um, so even with that, though, I mean, there, there's, you know, in the olden days, there's kind of... They this, had separate beds. There's a mutual point. agreement. Well, did they, though? We saw that on TV. I don't know if they actually had separate beds. I think that was just a thing for TV. But I, I think an ideal of... The ideal, you know, of... I want to go to bed late. I want to go to bed early. I think there was a mutual agreement. Either one or the other will happen. But they also didn't have video game systems in their bedroom like, you know, we would. But it, the whole point is, it's like, look, you come to an agreement. And that was just kind of the norm for many, many years. Until we got to about the 90s. Late 80s into the 90s where things started to shift, I think. And people well, just so started living their lives. Our parents... Of our generation were divorced. It was like yeah. more than fifty yeah. percent. And then it's like our generation, I think, started the whole. Do I want to get married? Because it seems like there's a very likely. I actually chance. don't think it was our generation. I think it was. Well, I think it trickled down. I think it started yeah, it, with us because we saw the our parents not being together. I think we were the first ones where it was more than fifty percent not staying together. I think it was around fifty percent. I think. It, now it's more than fifty percent, but I think our generation was still kind of in that pocket of like it was roughly around that. But yeah, I think I think people already started questioning things yeah. in terms of like is marriage the right thing, and I think it can be for certain people. And but also like I don't know, it seems like sometimes maybe you could potentially have a what do you call it, a girlfriend relationship, boyfriend-girlfriend, yeah. and maybe you live in different houses, but you get together and have fun times together, so, but you don't have to... Sign a paper? Yeah, sign a paper, or like, 
maybe you like to have your own space a little bit and so and I will say this with me is like again I'm anti marriage I'm not anti commitment that's you, yeah yeah if you find someone I, that you I love feel stay like with my them. perfect scenario would be like a loyal girlfriend type scenario I don't know that we necessarily have to live with each other could or could not. Either way, but yeah, be loyal and like no chance of cheating and stuff like that. That would be ideal. And but you like, I don't know, you could do your own thing, but also have your time together. Because it does seem like there is a lot of couples that don't like to do stuff on their own or they're not allowed to do stuff on their own. And I think that's a weird thing, though, too, because it's like what's important is you get to express yourself and be you. But I think that's also another thing, though, with relationships. You have to know who you're fucking getting in a relationship with. Like, if you have a partner who says, hey, I like to have shit shoved in my ass, male or female, (laughs) that's something that's very fucking important to talk about in the very beginning of your relationship versus find that shit out, you know, I don't know, maybe two years into the relationship. Like, hey, honey, I like to have fucking butt plugs in my butt. It was like, really? That's I didn't I didn't know that. I think that's very important to fucking address up front. But then you still have relationships where there's a couple they're completely opposites. And to me that's fucking bizarre. and my wife and I we are opposites, but we're not. Like we are into the kind of the same kind of shit. I think it's good that some our, similarities and some differences would yeah. be the perfect thing. Yeah. If it's exactly like you, that'd be weird. It's so, like then you're never you're gonna do every little last thing together, and it's and for some couples though, I think that that works though. For some couples, I, like for Sarah and I, I don't know that that works because because we, we're not completely the same though. Like we have a lot of similarities in like the nerd shit that we like, but I'm also like, and I don't go out a lot, but I I'm willing to go out every so often. And I'm willing to have a good time. Like we actually talked about this earlier uh, before you came over about the whole drinking thing. Because, like, we were texting earlier, and you were like, dude, you're always fucking busy. And I was like, well, yeah, it keeps you from fucking drinking. And that, and that's kind of a, a theme recently I've been really opening up about. I was like, I do have a drinking problem, but I, I isolate it to these moments where, okay, I'm going to drink when I record. But if I'm not recording, I don't fucking touch alcohol at all, period. And so I was like, you don't have a fucking drinking problem. I was like. Oh, actually, I fucking do. I have a fucking big problem. But I've figured out a way to fucking isolate it to this one thing. And you're like, should we not drink beer for the podcast? I was like, no, we got to fucking drink beer for the podcast. That's what our podcast is, dude. If we don't drink (laughs) beer for the podcast, what the fuck are we doing? For me, like, I'm a 100% social drinker. I will... And and people know me as like, oh, I mean, they've seen me out. Like, I'm down. Like, if we're out, I'm probably going to be... Top five most drinking the most. And that's the thing. I don't actually drink at all at home. And that's the thing. At all. It's like, I don't want to go out, but if you get me out, you know what time it is. It's going down. But I don't want to go out. And and as Sarah and I were kind of talking about that, she was like, well, it's a good, I, I guess I'm glad I just don't have like, I don't, I'm not a drinker. And I was like, I mean, that's cool. I am though. And the thing is, there's there's this weird balance with me where I know I can maintain it, I can control it, whereas she just doesn't want to do it at all, and that's okay. Yeah, I think I thought of this, about this recently too. It's like sometimes drinking, I feel like it's a bad rap of like, there's a lot of people with drinking problems, and they shouldn't drink. 
But there's also a lot of people that can drink and control it and have a good time. So, and I hate that that's never promoted. <laughs> so, well, exactly. So when Joe Rogan, he just had COVID recently and he took ivermectin and everybody's like, oh my God, he took the fucking horse dewormer. Hey, you guys didn't talk about like he got over it in two days. All yeah. you're talking about is that what he took. Joe Rogan's a great example too of the drinking. It's like most of the time he's fine. He doesn't drink, but every once in a while he he'll start drinking shots and he gets a little squirrely. You know, yeah. And then he's not. He doesn't have a drinking problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's like <laughs> sometimes it is possible for you to go out and have a good. Now there is a lot of people that can't go out and drink and have a good time because they are addicted and have problems. But there are, like for example, me. Yeah, maybe I go hard on certain days, but I don't drink at all by myself. Like, well, it, it's purely one hundred percent social, and I have fun with it. And if I have to go three months without drinking because I'm not doing anything social, then that's not hard for me. And that—that's what I was kind of trying to get through when I was texting you. It's like I don't want to sit here in the basement by myself and drink. I might pop an edible and listen to some music, but I'm not gonna drink by myself here in the basement. Um, and, and even with the edible, that's like, what, once every three months, two months? Like, not at all. But the whole thing is like, when we're here, this is a social thing. We're drinking. And, and that's another fucked up thing, too, when I was in AA. After the fucking uh, DUI, I go to AA, and they're like, oh, you're a social drinker. You're a social alcoholic. Like, no. And I remember a few times we went out. I tried to make it a point to not drink. Or if I drank, I had one beer. Just to make it a point that I could have one beer and be okay to fucking leave there without having another drink. And it's it's so gross how we make this a black or white thing. It was like, either you do it or you don't. No, there is gray. There, There's a middle ground where... Again, we could sit here. I mean, what I've had, what, fucking three, four, maybe five fucking mugs of wine. I've had a shot. I've had, you know, what, half a beer with you? Like, half. Uh, so, a beer and a half, you know, when we take the three beers and split them. And I'm not like, dude, let's fucking go out to the bar now. Or let's drink more. I mean, I'm, I'm fine if we have another shot. But the thing is, I'm home. I'll go to bed. Like, and I'm not thinking to myself, we got to drink more. And I'm going to call out of work tomorrow. No, not at all. But it doesn't affect my work. Nothing. But yeah, I mean, I I do wonder if like there's so many people that's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm not gonna drink because you lose so much weight and you know you can't do this, you can't participate in this sport if you drink. Like, no, there's some people that can do both. You can balance yeah. it out. Like, yeah, drinking every single night, <laughs> that's not good. Well, I mean, drinking. When I was hanging out with Mario Eight every night, night at the Phoenix, that was that that was the case. so. What I would do when I worked and I would hang out with Mario, what I would do is after I left work, I go home and I work out. I lift weights and I run. Then I go to the bar for fucking four hours. Wake up the next morning, work out, go to work, come home, work out, go back out to the bar. This was every night except for maybe Sunday night. And the thing is, it's like. I I will admit that at that point they have a problem, but the thing is, it's like you there there is a balance, and some people can maintain it, some people can't. Yeah, drinking's for different people. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's 
uh, it's a fine line. So I don't know. And we've been recording for two hours and 15 minutes. I mean, we've actually been kind of averaging about two, two and a half hours. So anyone who's been actually sticking around for that, y'all are some fucking troopers. Let us know. We'll get you a t-shirt. Like, no, no bullshit. Um, that's that like we appreciate that kind of shit, but um, I, I think that's it. We 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 kind of for a night where we felt like we had nothing to talk about. <laughs> you know, right. We we went through the ringer, son. You got anything to talk about? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's one of the fun things about this. So it's like we might. Well, I think that's just the thing with friends, though. It's like I ain't got nothing to talk about, and then we we will find topics. So yeah, that that, that was my. Uh, one thing I wanted to make with drinking is like one of my favorite things. Like I respect people that don't want to drink at all, but I love when we just are at somewhere. Can be anywhere. It could be someone's house or the bar. Again, I know some people don't like crowds, but when I'm at a bar, I have blinders on. It's I like, hate crowds. Right, but I have blinders on. It's like if I'm with you and someone else, I'm just seeing you guys. But, um. I like chit chatting while you're tipsy. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I like that too, and I can do that in a parking lot, though. Actually, that that actually is something that came up on the recent up, um, off the match podcast where I did ask my guests if since training had they had to use their jujitsu training out in a situation like at the bar, and the one thing um, my guest said he was like, "Well, no." But we tend to all go out as a group anyway. Like, everyone who trains, you know, they, they kind of stick together. This group specifically left one gym and went to another one. And they, they were just really tight-knit. And the one thing he was saying is, like, you know, we always kind of keep an eye out. And I've always been that way anyway. But I think when I go out, I just don't like people. I don't want to be around people. Um, and it's not because of any anxiety. I think anxiety is part of it, but I don't think that's a major part of it. I just... When I really factor in a lot of things about it, it's like, I don't know, I could have done this shit at home. Like, there was one time I was out with a friend, and we were both, it, w- it was goofy. And this is kind of not an extreme situation. This is one of the rare situations. But we went out, and we were both on our phones. It's like, I could have been at home and doing this. And I, my, my alcohol almost, fr- like, not free, but, you know, it, it costs less than $4 for the beer. But when I do go out, I do have a good time. I mean, but honestly, I'm the kind of individual, I have a good time anywhere. If you say, hey, like, let's go to the lake. Yeah, let's go to the fucking lake. There was a good time. Recently, a kind of a condo in my price range I was looking at. Nice. And it was up to the top floor. But it had a garage downstairs. And I was like. Oh, we going to get drunk in the garage? Yeah. I was like, this is not for my car. No, this is going to be the football game room cornhole beer pong room because anyone spills that's the concrete floor who cares we can get louder i can open the door and it's gonna be like we're half outside half inside i was like ah i don't understand using the garage for a car (laughs) you know what's an ideal for for, because i'm thinking about super bowl i got the bug out bag over there i can pack up all the gear you got that fucking monster tv at the house Let's fucking watch the Super Bowl there. I'm inviting myself over to your place. Well, let's watch the Super Bowl. Oh there. yeah, you haven't seen the new TV. No, really. I, I I did see. Well, I didn't. I didn't on. I didn't get the sitting. I didn't get the three feet. Right. No, I, I no. I sat there. I didn't get the full exposure of like sitting there for three hours. 
<laughs> but I got the full exposure. It's a little intense. I got a headache for three minutes, but you'll get over it after seven. But I'm inviting myself to your house, Super Bowl. I'm coming over. I'm going to bring the bug out bag with all the equipment. Shit, I got to make sure Sarah's not fucking working. She's probably working. Dude, why does this got to always work, yo? Paying bills and buying action figures for me. <laughs> Never mind. Fucking plan ruined. Well, we'll see. I mean, we still have well, time. What, yeah, so we're on the 7th. I think, I feel like it's the 7th. February 7th. I think she's actually off that weekend because she has to work on her anniversary. Oh, yeah. Your anniversary is <laughs> all around that time. It, well, our anniversary is the 3rd. So I think she took off that weekend, though, for our anniversary. I don't know. If the if plans work out, we're watching Super Bowl on your fucking monster TV, and then I'm going to plug in the fucking uh, mixer and everything, and let's just start fucking recording. I'm actually... I have the uh, the portable mixer, the mini mixer. I was going to send it to uh, my friend up in Detroit because he wants to start his own show. And I was like, I got an extra mixer. Just take the shit. I Google because, like, I don't need it anymore. So, fuck it. But so, yeah, I guess we'll work it out. Technically, Wednesday, I will stop in Detroit briefly. I've never don't been there. That. Don't do that. Okay, I'm flying to Green Bay, and <sighs> yeah. apparently we have I'm a tell you layover right now, in Detroit. If you get fucking robbed, don't fucking blame me for that shit. You you will get robbed. I, have a, robbed. I think I have a protector though. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, no, she fits in. No, she legitimately fits in. So you good. You safe. Just don't 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 go to the bathroom by yourself. Like tell her to wait outside. I, I wonder if we have leaving time. Like Damn your layover was that short? I don't know. Well, like I was talking to uh my guest on Off the Mats for What's uh planned for, for next week's episode. So she's going to do a competition. For uh, the IBJJF, uh, International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. She's going to do the Europeans, which is going to be held in Rome. Now, the wild thing about that is that same, within that same window, the Atlantic, the Atlanta Open is happening. So, she's flying from Virginia. Her layover is in Atlanta for four hours. She's thinking she's going to try to compete at Atlanta Hop back on the plane. Well, because like where the arena is, it is right next to the airport. Like it's possible. Like it's just a pain so, in the ass to check in so, airports nowadays. So it would be early for her, which works out. But the thing is, when you have these competitions, there's a lot of delays. So it could get fucked up. But I told her I was like, do it. Because I'm going to have you back on in March anyway. So we can talk about this. But the thing is, she was like, basically for my layover, I'm going to go compete. And then I'm going to hop back on a plane, fly to Rome, and compete in two more days. And, you know, then fucking just see. I'm not. She was like, I'm not going to Rome to compete. I'm going to Rome because I'm going to Rome. Get the fuck out of here. But layovers, layovers are wild because they could either be an hour or it could be... I, I've had some that's like instant. We kind of got to almost run to the next plane. That's wild. That's not even a layover. That's just like a transfer. Yeah. And then I've had some where you stay on the same plane and other people getting off. Um, but yeah, I've only been to Green Bay once and I flew into yes. Milwaukee and they had me drive to Green Bay, which was that's like an hour. But that was actually faster than doing the layover, changing flight to another plane. So I don't think this is going to take terribly long, but longer than it should in terms of if you could fly direct to Green Bay. Unfortunately, you can't. I hear Green Bay's airport's super tiny. I've never been, so we'll see. It's Green Bay. How big yeah. is Green Bay? So, Just yeah, I, 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 I went to mean big. Green Bay 
that one time, and it's an incredibly clean city. Because they have 40 people. <laughs> it's more than that, but the entire... Oh, 60. Definitely the entire area is revolved around the football team. White so, people. like, all the street signs have Packer symbols. It's packed. And I did get a tour to the stadium, which the stadium in the basement has the four Lombardi trophies they have. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't it? But, and their stadium looks, I mean, I like the Ravens stadium a lot, but Washington stadium is terrible. You know what's wild? I've been to a few different stadiums. And every time I go to other stadiums, I always say M&T does it better. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've been to a better stadium than the Ravens. I, I, I enjoy M&T. I love the Ravens There's stadium. There's no bad seats. And that whole uh, Ravens walk thing and the tailgating is great. Yeah, it's all. It's like as much as I want to shit on the fans and shit on the Ravens, I think Baltimore has the best stadium. Now, I haven't been to all of them, obviously. But the few that I've been to. Ain't better than Baltimore. Even when we when we up to Philly and we we're watching uh, the Eagles game, their walkout was kind of really really lame. And I remember every time they did something, that's I lean over. So it was like Baltimore does it better. And then when we did the uh, the national anthem, I didn't hear anybody scream "Oh." It, it was hurtful. It was really hurtful. It was like, "Yo, what is wrong with the rest of the world?" <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. But Baltimore, hey, you got it, son. They don't watch games next to Governor Hogan like we do. And get in the pictures. <laughs> I mean, what's up, son? Y'all ain't on our level. But I don't know. I guess let's wrap this shit up, son. Yeah. Like, we we've been we've been just kind of stringing along, drinking, having a blast. You motherfuckers been here along, you know, for the ride with us. So thank you for that. That that that's what I always say with podcasts. It, well, when it's two people, how do you feel about like single person podcasts? Like, I fucking hate them. I thought like, I don't want to hear one person. Oh, talk yeah. Shit. So right. I like the comedian. Uh, what's his name? Theo Vaughn. And he does a solo podcast a lot. And I want to listen to his show, but it's just because it's solo. I don't know how he's better when he has a guest. When it's solo, he definitely is just like rambling to himself. And it's like a crazy person talking to himself. And that's my concern. I hear Bill Burr is really good, though. I'm just worried because it's like his podcast is good. He normally does have a guest, but I think he also. Yeah, I mean, he definitely talks for a while by himself a lot. Um, well, I have a friend who does a solo podcast, and I feel bad because he's always promoting it, and there's just like there's no traction. And I feel like it's like, dude, because it's you're by yourself. Like off the mats isn't doing fucking great, but it does well enough. It's it's been listened to in over fifty seven countries. Some might brag, not me, but it, it's like I have guests, and certain guests will bring on more listeners, and some guests like people just don't give a fuck. I thought. My last episode, people wouldn't give a fuck, but clearly they did. But <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't have an explanation. But I think when you have like a, a, a duo, like a host, you know, co-host type situation, I always like to say it's like it's a conversation between friends that you all get to sit in on. And thank you for doing that. We appreciate y'all, bitches. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't done. I was just saying. I don't know. There was this pause. I didn't know what to do. I, I wanted to say peace be with you and also with you. Don't fucking ever do that again. I will stab you. 
with one of these sharpies but yeah as as always thank you for listening we do appreciate y'all it's it's always it's always a fun time and honestly part of this podcast for me is like steve and i've been friends for nearly 30 years we've had our moments where you know we hang out a bunch and then we don't see each other for years and then we hang out again then we don't see each other for years i think that's how friendships go there's a flow to that but this period of doing this podcast since may so we've seen each other every Sunday or, or at least once a week since May. And it's been a fucking blast. So thank you, dude, for doing this. But thank you all for listening. This has been a lot of fun. And we're going to keep doing this until uh, one of us gets sick of the other. <laughs> or I run out of wine. And trust me, baby, I got nah, a we lot got of wine. We got so many more beer reviews. We saw, uh, I, I sent you the, what was Death Row beer? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I gotta try to order Let's that. Then there's a there's a company in California called Odin. Hey, Odin's Brewery. And they had a bunch of Thor beers. <laughs> you think we could organize a trip to California? We should. Philly is. I've of, never actually been to California. Nor have I. Now the thing is with California, I got I got connections out there where I want to go hang out with some people for jujitsu, but I think we could find a place to stay too. Yeah. We, we, actually, we have some friends out there. We have a couple friends out there that we used to work with. And I yeah, think we either could, or we can. They yeah, probably recommend. They're stuff. they're actually both on completely opposite ends. One's up north, one's down south. I, I want to go further. Oh yeah, south. it is crazy how California is like the whole east coast of our side. <laughs> when I well, yeah, well I had um a job where I did um phone calls for north and northern and southern California. Like I had to learn the layout so I could give directions to people so they thought I lived there. Like it, there was a, a period where I would talk about California like I lived in that motherfucker. But a, a old friend or old co-worker of ours, he lived in California and did the calls here for Maryland. We worked for the same company. He was doing the Maryland calls and I was doing the California calls. <laughs> really fucking stupid, but whatever. That's how that company rock and rolls. But I think that should be a future thing. Not, not immediate, but like... Let's look at that for fucking 2023, yeah. late 22. Like, let's fucking just go to California. 2022. Let's look at it then. That's like in That's six next weeks. Year. No, but that, we have a whole year after that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that that might be fun. Let's let's look into that and um make that happen. But first, let's make Philly happen. We um we're gonna talk off air about Philly and and the logistics to that because we got to do that very soon, and then. Uh, if Philly goes well, which I think it will, then let's look at Cali because nobody wants to go to Detroit. <laughs> I'm going there Wednesday yeah, for that sucks. a little I'm, bit. I'm from Detroit and I don't want to go to Detroit. Actually, yo, downtown is actually well, like near the stadiums. It's actually pretty nice. It's gentrified. <laughs> you know what I just realized? Yeah. As bad as our each of our football teams are, we haven't lost the last two weeks. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So we're not gonna be able to say that ever again. I don't even know how I want to feel about that right now. Just because Detroit tied, and I don't know if that's. I mean, it's not a loss, but and we beat Tampa Bay somehow. Yeah, actually, that's huge. And we both had bye weeks last week, so there we go. Still disrespectful. (laughs) Um, But but, I'm just saying, two weeks in a row we didn't lose. But uh, yeah, this next week's gonna be a L for both. Yeah, the 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 Detroit's playing Cleveland. I think Cleveland's upset. 
<laughs> they're filling. Well, right. yeah. I mean, who knows? And also, play. it's Cleveland. We're playing, I believe, Carolina. So it's going to be Ron coming mm. back to Carolina, and also Cam and Ron and all types of things. That is drama. You know what is interesting? I saw a meme before we get out. Is you know, Carolina replaced. They got rid of Cam Newton. Yeah. For Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater signed a big contract. In order to trade him, they're paying Teddy Bridgewater right now. So there's a meme that's pointing out Carolina is paying the replacement of Cam Newton. They're paying the replacement of Cam Newton's replacement. And now they're paying Cam Newton. (laughs) (laughs) All at the same time right now. (laughs) What a bunch of dumb fucks. Um, That's amazing. But... But yeah, um, I was about to say something wild, but I forgot it. It, it was it was food related because I saw wings on the TV. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so hungry!" Like I had spam for dinner. <laughs> Shit was wild. Man, I haven't had that in a while. It was it, never bad. Yeah, spam was delicious, but it's like it's weird because like one of the first meats that my daughter loved was spam. My daughter's a fucking sociopath. <laughs> Um, all right, but yeah, let's get out of here. So yeah, again, thank you everybody. If you all, y'all want to get a hold of us. Um, Steve's located at Thor.Bentley I'm located at BJJ.Wiki Let me re-say that because I stumbled a little bit You did a record scratch Wiki? I think I bit my tongue a little bit too BJJ.Wiki is where you can locate me and collectively you can find us at Clompton Social Club Um, I think both of us are in the DMs I'd be talking to like some of my friends from BGG. Every once in a while, I think up in mind. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm in the Compton. Same, same. I'll start talking to people like that shit is cool. It's like, oh my god, like this is the wrong DM. I can't be like shitting dick pics from here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if y'all trying to get a hold of us, any of those uh, outlets are available. I think we have an email. Yeah, um, Compton Social Club at Gmail. If you got some questions, send them. Steve, start checking the fucking email. The only email we got was Dante banned us from IG for three days. (laughs) Okay. I mean, fuck you. But it does work. Yeah, obviously. Don't hate. But, um, yeah, reach out to us. We're friendly people. Um, Otherwise, you know, thanks for listening. And Stevie? Good soup. Bitches.